Hey everyone, it's the end of the year, it's our final episode, uh, and it's uh, one of those things where like, you know, we get to the end of the year and we just like to chat shit rather than do any research and get drunk and hang out, and hopefully you're here to enjoy the ride too, and hang out with us and uh, get drunk, and that's why this episode is focused towards you and the shit you send us in our inbox. Bearing in mind, we've already started well into we already, it. We're, I'm, we're, I'm, we're, I'm on can number six, so here we I go. I'm, I'm a little bit behind, but I did have a bottle which was slightly bigger. So And you're drinking haze, which is the... Yeah, it's not as good. It's okay, it's just not as good. Um, yeah, <clears throat> so we're taking your questions today, and we got loads in, and for the first time in a long time, no smut. No way. No sex. No, I want to sit on your face. No, I'd like the two of you to run a train on me. None of that. You guys are letting us down. I know. I couldn't I believe it. I was like, have they gone serious on us? Like, yeah, do, do they think we're, we're like actually a good, proper podcast? Like, when do you guys start taking us seriously? I know. It's bizarre. We never, we never have. It's bizarre. But we are going to get through to your questions. I'm just going to throw the first one out straight away. I'm not going to beat around the bush because this was asked by lots of people. And I started thinking to myself, why am we getting this so much? And then our Spotify Wrapped came out for the podcast, and Canada was our third, third country. Most, yeah. yeah. So then I was like, oh, that makes sense. And that was asking us our thoughts on Justin Trudeau. See, now, I don't know other than really, because... Complete cunt is my answer. Well, this is what I've been hearing. Yeah. But whenever I actually... I did a quick, a quick Google search, because... At one point, I thought he was a very popular politician. I thought I used to hear like this is early. But, but, but that's but that's the image he does push this image out that he's this popular politician. What, what he actually is is he is the Canadian Richie Sunak. Yes, he's he's a, a World Economic Forum bullshitter, bullshitter yeah. uh, who who constantly praises China and what China do. Who they they've got a podcast, Bill. Right, he's he wants to police podcasts. Around the world, that if they land in Canada, they need to follow certain things. They can't spread disinformation. They can't. But he's like, who decides this information? Exactly. The government. Okay. Yeah. You know, they did all that stuff with the truckers when the truckers were like, we're sick of fucking being told to stay at home and do. We want to just do our jobs and deliver our shit. We don't see anyone. We're not spreading COVID. The rest of the world's got back to work. Let us work. And they all went on strike. Yeah, someone can load up my van, and then I just drive, and then yeah, someone else just, can unload it. Why do I need to? Basically, they they were told you have to be vaccinated to do the job. And they were like, "Why? I cra- travel across the country on my own, on my own." And they didn't the want. Thing, the they only thing they see it. is cryptids. And and yeah, exactly, yeah, they they see fucking weird shit. Wendigos yeah. chasing them and shit. Yeah, they get see aliens, and then they talk dirty to each other on their ham radio. Like, exactly. I'm driving through this area. Who's got their nipples hard? <laughs> I do. Bob, is that you? Over. Yes. <laughs> yes, I. Yes, but I put it in lady voice on today. <laughs> you know, and and what did he do to them? He fucking got. He lost half their jobs. He closed their bank accounts. When people, when he closed their bank accounts, GoFundMe, millions of people from around the world were like, "We're giving them money then. Yeah. Fuck you. We're going to pay them." Good. What did he do? Have GoFundMe cancel those payments. They moved to give fund go to give money, and he then started closing the bank accounts of Canadian citizens that were giving money to give fund go. Justin Trudeau is a cunt. It's, it's he's a yeah, he's Rishi Sunak. He's just a it's, fucking dickhead. It's the tra- It's the, the was it? There was a thing that he brought in. Was it last year? The year before, with the trans um, speech. No, 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 no. Uh, if your child 
decides that they're trans and you question it and you question it you go to prison they send that they send that bloke that father to prison because he tried to stop his daughter from ha- from getting um, hormone therapy and stuff yeah, like that at like 8 years old or whatever the fuck uh, she's is. a bit old like 11 oh, yeah. or 12 but, yeah but that doesn't make a difference no no, no yeah, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't but. yeah yeah it's it's fucking bizarre and it's like i don't know just there's something about him as a person maybe the fact that um fidel castro whatever it is is his dad there's a conspiracy there what that. so his mum used to go and spend time with uh, Castro, oh, wow. right, back in the day. And uh, if you've ever seen a picture of a young Fidel Castro, it looks, it looks like similar. fucking Justin Trudeau. Wow. She used to go and stay there with Castro <laughs> there's like, thing, for the summer. There's that thing in, uh, was it, that picture that kept coming up? There's, apparently someone's re-released it, but enhanced, where he does blackface. He does do college. blackface, yeah, yeah. He did blackface at college where he's got a turban on. Yeah, and he and did blackface. Black and then there's another one where he turned up with a fucking red Indian fucking thing on his head. Isn't it? Probably can't call them red Indians anymore, but First Nation. They call First Nations, they yeah, First Nations. But they're not the First Nation of Canada. There was people there before they got there. They crossed over during. But yeah. you, it's But and that's not saying they don't ever claim to be there. I love them. I think I think they're, they're very interesting. I think that when you hear them speak from the heart about the, how they feel about their religious towards the the ground and the earth, brilliant shit. I love all the stuff they've, they've they've done over the past about aliens and sky people and all that. Mm-hmm. Really fucking interesting. I've actually got nothing against them. But we do this weird thing about, well, they were here first, but someone was there before them. And then someone was probably there before them. Yeah. Like, so like we always do this weird thing where it's like, how far back through history do you go before you go, actually, fuck it. Don't worry the about way, it. Way, we all live here now. The way, they, the way that people look at it is when, when, when <laughs> the Europeans invaded, or sorry, landed. Yeah. They were the people that were there. Yeah, that was. They that's were, it. They don't want to go back before no, no. that. Yeah, but but at that point there was no real written history in no. it. So that's literally you. That, as far as you're aware, that's that's whole that's and, all that was there. But they, you know, the other weird thing as well is they don't like talking about the way they used to treat each other. How old tribes used to fucking wipe each other out. When they talk about going there and killing people, they'd like to talk about us doing it. Yeah. They don't like talking about how they're at one point there were fucking hundreds of tribes before we got there, and then when we got there, there was maybe like fifty because they were fucking destroying each other yeah. and raping and pillaging and murdering each other. Like they don't, they don't. I don't say that what Europeans did when they got there was good. I'm just saying that like no one is a saint. That we've no. all kind of been cunts. It's always been the same. Yeah. And actually, now we're at a point of reflection where we can kind of try and stop being cunts. But instead of stop being cunts, we're trying to blame each other for shit we did in the past. But we weren't even born. Yeah, we weren't even born. Like, now, being that I I been to Canada this year, and I fucking love the country. It's such a beautiful country, but there's a lot of problems in yeah. in that country. The, the homeless problem is. But this is something I think it's new. I think ten years ago, if they didn't have that issue. Apparently he's just making it like uh, I'm not sure if I said it on air, but I think I might have told you. Um, so we were on a, we were on the tour from Calgary up, going up to Banff and Lake Louise and um, the other one. I can't remember that fucking name. Oh, but there's there's one I took a photo of it. It is it's fucking beautiful. But um, there's some girls from Nova Scotia on the on the bus with us, right? And I overheard them chatting about the problem in that part of Canada around Nova Scotia, Halifax stuff area. And there was, she said that 40% of the, 40%, I can't forget my fucking, yeah, 40% of the population of, I think I think Halifax is the province. Forgive me if I'm wrong about yeah. that. 
Uh, 40%, 40%, 40 of the population of, of Halifax is homeless. Fucking hell. Right? 70% of that 40% work full-time jobs. They do not earn enough money to actually be able to live. So somewhere. Yeah, because a lot of them, when you say homeless, a lot of them will be couch surfing. That, 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 living, that is living, included. Living, living in shelters and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, living in shelters, couch surfing, you know, sleeping in someone's shed. Yeah. Not that it, people always think homeless mean only being on the street. No, homeless means you don't have your own home. Yeah. That's what it means. And, yeah, they're, they're working full-time jobs. Like she said that... Um, and I think it's Justin Trudeau, speaking of homeless, I think it's Justin Trudeau who said they're not homeless, they're unhoused. I think that was his quote. And it's like, what is the fucking difference? Yeah, exactly. It sounds better. Yeah. But and, um, she's saying that, um, that uh, during COVID, a load of landlords were forced to put rent freezes on because people weren't earning money. Yeah. So you can't expect rent from someone if they're not going to be able to pay. So when they when they eventually lifted that, because there's no, apparently there's no cap. Yeah, so they put of, a fucking high cap on everything. Those landlords increased their rent by three grand a month. I'm like, who the Taking fuck the has that? But then that's an oversight of the government when we say, listen, while we're in lockdown only, not, not when we're out of lockdown, while we're in lockdown only, and they were in lockdown for fucking ages, but while we're in lockdown, um, we want you to freeze your rent. We're going to put a five-year buffer on you putting your rent up. Mm -hmm. yeah, So that people can get back on their feet. So people can get back on their feet. They didn't think any of this shit through. No. And we, we, even when it started happening, and they started seeing that, they start they could have they could have stepped in then and gone, you're taking a piss, we're putting a cap. You can only put that up by $200 an asset. Yeah. Like, they could even do a yearly cap. They could go more than 50 quid increase on a, on a rental property, uh, more than $50 a year is too much. And then they can't do that. Now, they probably would end up putting it up 50 every year, but still, you know, it's only going up 50, you know? But as a terms of a country, like, I fucking love it. Like, I honestly. In terms of people, I've never met a cunt of a Canadian. I think no. they were quite lovely. I'm One not... of my favorite TV, well, two of my favorite TV shows are Canadian, being Letterkenny and Shawzy. There's probably more than you realize because so many shows are made in Canada. Oh, people don't realize it's loads of yeah. filmed in Vancouver. People think they're an American show and they're watching a Canadian show. There's loads of them that are like that. But yeah, no, Canadians are great. And honestly, thanks for tuning in this yeah, year. Yeah, appreciate you, you. You've shut up. You bumped off like Mexico or someone from That's our it. top one. Yeah, you, you bumped them off, or maybe Australia or someone. Because I think, well, I know our top five countries this year, even though they only show those three. Our top five were. The UK, USA, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. Really? Which makes sense, because they all speak English. So, yeah. Right. My turn. So, this is from Robbo. 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 Right, Robbo. Uh, greetings from Australia. Couldn't have guessed with that name. Nope. <laughs> have you guys ever heard of Catherine Knight, a.k.a. Lady Leatherface, who murdered her partner here in Australia? If so, what are your thoughts? So the truth is, I hadn't heard of it. No, neither have I. And I had to look it up, and I was like, oh, there's some meat on this, literally. There's some meat on this, there's some meat on this <laughs> yeah, hook. Yeah, there's some meat on this hook. <laughs> yeah, crazy cunt. You know. Yeah, that's madness. I know she, the fact that she was planning to feed him to her, to his to his kids. Yeah. I'm like, um, yeah, all right. Yeah, no. It, nice the, one. I think there's probably loads of crimes in places like Australia that us you just don't fucking well, you hear think, about. Well, is it they had their is it Port Arthur? Port Arthur, their yeah. biggest shooting. That's why they. That's what caused them to get to ban guns. A lot of conspiracy about Port Arthur. Is it? I've not really yeah. looked into it. If I'm so honest. all the eyewitnesses talk about two shooters. They arrest one, Ooh. 
The geezer they done for it is basically a fucking div. Like he's a proper moron. Right. He's like a surfer. So it's like a patsy then, guy, but he's like, hey, going. He's kind of like oh, a fucking. The, the... Well, so you go surf on the beach. I'm dumb as fuck. You know, he's one of those yeah, like a proper surfer dude. Yeah, yeah, just a fucking moron. And like, there's all this weird stuff that was going on with money and him and the woman he was living with, like an older woman he was living with. He was like basically, you know, he he would fuck her to for money type thing. Yeah. And then people talk about someone in tactical gear was seen on the spot shooting people, but he didn't get arrested in tactical gear. People were saying there were two shooters coming from different angles. Mm. And there's a chance that someone, that he just got done for it, maybe. Or he was he like was full, one of the shooters. Was, was he, or, or because he was such a dickhead that people could talk him into it. Yeah. And then there's other people there that get away with it. And there's a lot of weird stuff about how like the ambulances got sent somewhere else and all this kind of weird. stuff. I mean... And that happens a lot. I saw a, a documentary called The Fall of Minneapolis the other day about George Floyd. Oh, yeah. And there are so many weird things that went wrong on that day. Really? Like, two minutes into the altercation, they'd called an ambulance. The ambulance went to the wrong place. When they call an ambulance, that also goes to the fire brigade when they call for an ambulance because they have EMTs. Yeah, yeah. The fire brigade were round the corner. They went to the original place that George Floyd was shoplifted at and not where they arrested him. So they were like three blocks away in the wrong place walking around going, where is he, where is he, where's this emergency? Yeah. And, and when they talk about that, like obviously the police don't do that. That's the call centre that did that, that yeah. fucked that up. Um, there's talk about like his toxicology report wasn't allowed in the court. Really? So the high, high dose of fentanyl wasn't allowed. The the training manual that shows the cops kneeling like that on someone was not allowed in court. The judge said, no, we're not seeing that. And instead he brought the chief of police and went, we don't train people to do that. And this documentary literally interviewed like eight police officers that, that have quit the police force since that. And they were like, yeah, I've got my training manual right here. And they show you the fucking, they show you the picture of a guy kneeling like that. Mm. And, and they all say, yeah, we were trained like it. One of the guys who was the training officers there, and he goes, "Yeah, no, you train people to restrain people like that." Hmm. Um, there's the report that says that actually, where he was leaning on the from one angle, it looks like he's on his neck, but from the cam police camera, you can see it's on the back of the shoulder. Yeah, and and that wasn't allowed in court to show people. Um, when they picked people to do the court case, the jury, the first question they were asked is, "How how highly do you out of one to ten is your support for Black Lives Matter?" And if they scored anything lower than a seven, they weren't picked for jury. Mm. Looking really, really weird. The guy shouldn't have died. And you could blame the police, but you could also blame the fact that the ambulance didn't show up when they were meant to. That the EMT weren't there when they were meant to. Because someone in the fucking office who picks up the phone fucked up. Mm. You could try them for, could you try them for negligence? Like there's lots of things that went wrong. There's also the fact that he threw a load of fucking drugs down his throat when they arrested him because he knew he was going to get caught with drugs on him. In the video footage, you can see it in his throat, these pills in his, when he's like, I ain't done that, and you can see him in his throat. Mm. There's, he got arrested a year before and that cam footage was not allowed to be shown. And in that cam footage, he's doing the same thing. My mum's died, my mum's died, I'll need to be my mum. And then they throw pills back and they catch him and they have to fucking stomach pump in there and then mm. trying to swallow all these pills. That wasn't allowed to be shown in court. That like that's his anything, MO. anything that painted him in a bad light. And anything that could have made it not be, to be not guilty to murder 
they fucking kicked out. And you look at me, they're so scummy. It's so scummy because they were worried that they would riot and kick off again. So yeah. they were like, we can't have that. So let's throw this man. These guys got to yeah. take the fall for it. Now, it doesn't mean that he couldn't have gone done for manslaughter or something, for being heavy handed or whatever, or that a bunch of them. But to get 22 years for that, when he was doing what he was trained to do and he was trying to just, like, and he's the one who pressed the button to go, please call the fucking mm. ambulance. This guy's out of control. There's camera angle from it where when he's on the floor, when they first get him on the floor, he kicks one of the police officers in the chest and he tries to kick a few of them when he's down. That's never shown. Mm. And you go, oh, man. And, I, and it's like everything you've ever thought about this death, everything you've seen, they've hid stuff. It's because you can't believe media because they'll control a narrative. Like yeah, but, it, but they've done it with this Jan 6 stuff where all these people went in prison for this rioting and running in the Capitol building. Now all this footage has come out, the police let them in. Yeah. Back to the original question, though. <laughs> Catherine Knight, <coughs> proper fucked up kitty. She's, yeah, in, no, she's in prison for life. But, yeah, really cool kind of not case. So, I, don't, I don't think it's something we could make an episode out of, Percy, but it's definitely... Because uh, <laughs> it's not enough? Yeah, but because it, she, she just killed one person, but it's it's very, it's very, very interesting. Very fucked up way of going about it as well. Yeah, Skinning yeah, him and stuff like that. that. Uh, just evil. How, how skilled <coughs> was she with a knife that she could flay a man like that? Like, completely skin him. I guess that's why if you were doing an episode on something, you dig into, like, did she have knowledge of that? Yeah, she... maybe. That... Was she on Google, How to Skin a Man? Or if, we, if, if, we ever, if we ever did an episode where it's, like, we're just going to pick a bunch of, like, single murder killers and just dive into, like, their backstories and stuff like that, might be worth kind of maybe bringing up a little bit. Yeah, well, we've done a few. We've done one with only one death before, Luca. Oh yeah, cool. He only yeah, killed yeah, one yeah, person, yeah, yeah. but there's a whole. There's everything. There's a whole other narrative story. there. Yeah. yeah. So the next question, kind of a dark one, Katie. I will say this. Um, good. A good question though. Yeah. Hi guys, I found you through the Ian Watkins episode. It was a really rough listen. Yep. And I never knew how dark that story truly was. I was a fan of Lost Profits and had a huge crush on him when I was 14. The episode got me questioning my teen self a lot some of the things I did, interactions with older men, and how easy I was to manipulate. It feels like paedophilia is systematic and we're fighting an uphill struggle against it. How do you feel about this and the Watkins episode in general? And how widespread do you think this problem is? The problem is at epidemic levels. It's... It is systematic, as you said. Yeah. There is a system in place for diddling. Gotcha. There is a system in place that allows diddling, that covers up diddling, that that glorifies it. The Epstein's Island stuff, all this, like it's. Well, the evidence we found on from from re, re- researching the Ian Watkins episode, yeah, the people turning a blind eye, him, just didn't give a fuck, and him just having terabytes of fucking yeah videos and the fact photos. He had that much means that he had that much to download from other he, people. He, had, he was obviously part of a ring. So that means who else was in that fucking ring? Yeah, and like, you know, I, at the beginning, you said like you didn't know how dark it was. I've had a few people say that since listening to the episode. A few people have gone, I didn't know it was that bad. It was 10 years ago, and a lot of people, like, we were old enough at that point that we understood, and and being fans at that time, I'm old enough really to kind of understand it. We paid a bit more attention, I think. To what we were, to what was going on, and um, 
so yeah, it's easy for maybe the I don't know. Obviously, I don't know how old Katie is, but she, if she's been a fan since she was fourteen, there's probably a chance she's about my age, maybe. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But unless you're unless you're really kind of unless your interest is piqued by that, you're not going to dive too much. You're just no. going to you're just going to see what the media wants you to see. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fucking disgusting. Like. Yeah. And as for the stuff you said about like when you were younger and the interactions with older men, listen, this stuff is rife. Like. Well, you've mentioned it yourself. We've mentioned it myself, you know, like you, you get and you do. It's cooled down, I think, in scenes a little bit now. It's not. But you used more. to you used to get people that you would be like, he's 25 and why is he chatting up or trying to apply booze to people that are clearly like, maybe not even underage for sex in the UK, mm-hmm. but underage for booze. And yeah. you know that you look at it and go. It's a bit rough. That's wrong. Yeah. And they are, like she said, you know, how easy I was to manipulate. Well, yeah, women, when when girls, when they're girls and they're not women, um, they haven't got the savvy. They haven't dated a lot. They haven't, they, they, they've not been in the scene, dating scene a lot. They've not been in bars a lot. They are easier to ma- You're manipulate. You're And fucking horrible cunts like this. Will try their luck. Will try their luck. And if they've already done it mm-hmm. a few times, they already know what works and doesn't work. So yeah. that's, that's the horrible thing with it. And they're, they're experts at it. They know who to target. Yeah, they, they, they know which girl in the club, they look around and see which one looks nervous or which one, or not even nervous, which one's the most outgoing and wants to dance and muck around. She's the one who's going to want to booze. Yeah. You know? They know these, they pick up on these things and yeah. they go after it. And um, Over here is a bit different now because there's no all age gigs anymore. It's either you get, you get, you get under 16s or you get over 18s. Yeah. Maybe occasionally you'll get sixteen over sixteen gigs. Yeah. So apart from maybe one or two places like Valor Fair or Chaos, you're not getting it. You ain't get. You are not getting adults mingling. That with, could be with part youngers. of the problem, right? Because so I remember metal scene has never really done the all age gigs. It was never a big part of the metal scene, but the scene scene and the emo scene did lots of it. Because that's where they've been clientele. Because that's where they were, and that and that opened up young girls to predators for sure. We used to do all age gigs when I first started going to gigs. It was all age gigs, but we lost the venues, so then we couldn't do it because pubs like pubs like oh yeah, with the with the pubs would catch a fucking young girl drinking and yeah, they'd lose their license exactly. So you know, it was like the the tavern we were, the Fermi Tavern we were able to do all age gigs and we did them. St James, you can. But I don't really. The Tower's a dead zone now, and St. James is just got his own clientele there now, so yeah, he don't really do yeah. it too much. But yeah, yeah. It, 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 as, as I said, how widespread do you think the problem is? As we said, yeah, it's. Um, bigger than people realise. It's Yeah, it's a lot bigger than people realise. You have no idea how. And I'd, am, I'd imagine, now. like, at any given moment, like in a, in, a, in a town, there's probably a few about. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, they, and I'm not saying they're about actually looking for kids there and then. But they've got it on their hard drive, or like some some of them, you know. Like fuck, you know. I mentioned it on air before about a geezer trying to talk to a little fucking girl near my work. She was about fourteen years old, and I was like, "What's going on here?" And and he was, like, "I'm her cousin." And she was like, "I don't know him." And I was like, "You can fuck off." Yeah. That's how widespread it is. That that doesn't happen every year. That's not. That's the only time I've seen that here. But that's enough. Do you know what I mean? I remember another time I was on a bus, and there was a girl. She'd been at chaos. She was in her school uniform. Mm-hmm. She was telling the other girl how she got really drunk because she sucked someone off for fucking booze. 
and she was in a school uniform and I was just like that is wrong and the thing is with festivals like that that could be someone we've met but do you know what I mean like it could be someone okay not to like um, defend it or nothing but I think we're both in agreement that we've been to gigs or we've been to places and the girls are dressed a lot fucking older than they should be. They you know do, I mean? yeah. But if they can't buy booze, that's an indication. Yeah, right? but the, 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 so the thing is, what if she spun a lie? Oh, I'm 17. No, no, no. no, no they not could de- be Again, that. not defending the guy who did it because obviously it's fucking wrong. But in certain aspects of you get a girl who is dressed up, she looks, she may be, say, 15, but she looks fucking 20. Yeah, because of how she's dressed, the makeup's done right, and she just spills the spears like, "Oh, I've used the one money. Do you reckon you could buy me a piece? Like, could do a bit of that, or even just turn around and say, look, 'Look, I'm 17 now. I actually can't buy booze.' Yeah, and, they, and but and then it, the geezer would be like, "Well, she's old enough to fuck." Yeah, okay, and, and do me a favor, or do you a favor? Yeah, exactly. So, so that, that there is that aspect as well. It's all about how she was. The thing is that she was bragging about it, and I think there's a culture there that really needs to be drummed into girls of like, you do not need to use your body to get shit. You really don't. And you do not need to use sex as a weapon or sex as a way of gaining what things. What has she been watching? That's what I mean. Like, where is this come from? What music is she listening to? What, like, when you, if you're listening to WAP over and over and you're a 14 year old, you are going to think that that is fine. You, when you see your favorite fucking girl on TikTok who does cosplay also has an OnlyFans and earns 10 grand a month. And I'm not demeaning anyone who does that for a living, but if you're audience is if your audience or your target audience is partly underage you are a really bad role model and all this move to no no sex work is real work it's it's just a new way of doing things that in itself perpetrates pedophilia on kids because they don't see a well no it's real work so this is fine for me to do but we're also seeing this this big problem with underage kids especially boys watching porn yes and then they're they're developing they're, they're getting desensitized. Well, I sent you that fucking yes. article. That's yeah. exactly yeah, that's what I was thinking of. It's like yeah, you, you're getting this this kid like kids are watching porn at far too young an age, and they're not understanding because they're not being taught yeah. that this is not how things actually are. This well, is and in staged. some cases they are being taught. So this is the problem. So oh, the article we're yeah, talking about is yeah. girl girls going. We're talking 14, 13, 14, 15 year old girls having to go to the doctor with anal problems from having anal sex and that the, that the majority of these girls just say boys expect anal sex mm-hmm. why do boys expect anal sex because they're seeing it in porn the other highlight to it is that when they are having sex education at school in a means to be inclusive they include gay sex as normal sex so when they teach sex, they go, some people have vaginal sex, some people have anal sex. They don't tell you the difference. They don't, they tell you that like it's normal. So the kids themselves go, oh, both is something that we can do. Now, I'm sure lots of women love it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure lots of men love it. Both is givers and takers, right? I'm sure it's perfectly fine for adults to do. The article then goes on to say that girls going through puberty their organs move and change during this time period and actually they can get damaged from where their bladders are from anal penetration during that time period it can cause physical problems because their bodies have not fully matured to be able to take something like that like a cock up the ass yeah right and the fact that this is a problem 
in schools in the UK and in America is fucking insane. Yes. When I was at school, you'd be lucky if a girl showed you her tits, let alone let you fuck her up the other. I mean, just think about how fucking know, mental be lucky that is. If a girl let you hold her hand for fuck's yeah. sake in public, you t- you'd have to invite them to the cinema. Right, oh, yeah. buy some popcorn just to be able to touch her tit. I mean, that's, that's over the clothes as well, not yeah, through clothes. Just a quick feel, the quick feel of the of the of the, of the boob through the bra and the You'd shirt. You'd have to know her for fucking four months just yeah. to get a hand job, like yeah. not to completion. Like, that's, <laughs> just, that's seven strokes and yeah. a couple of kisses. Like, yeah. <laughs> all right. Next question. In your opinion, oh sorry, this is from Mike. In your opinion, what was the most underreported crime story this year, and why do you think it didn't receive as much media attention as it deserved? So now, you're gonna have to cover this one because we we, we did speak about we did speak about this a little bit off air, um, yeah. and I was talking about like Hunter Biden and how they've not really been talking about that, and there's a few other stories like the Sam Bankman Free crypto scandal thing. It was talked about, but it was really downplayed, and I was just sort of thinking, and then. I remembered that pro-Palestinian um, protesters stormed Congress in America um, and staged a protest in the exact same place that the Jan 6 people stormed the building and protested. Really? Yeah, and none of them got that. done for it and nothing happened with it and they all went in there, sat down and shouting from the river to the sea over and over and staged this protest and it was ne- they were never called insurrectionists they were never called fucking trying to destroy our democracy or nothing i think that is the answer to this the most mm. the, the the one that they've ignored the most always remember you read you hear or you read what the media wants you to yeah if you want to find out anything else that goes deeper you've got to search for it yeah and you can't really trust google <laughs> In certain aspects, I think you can probably find stuff through Reddit, but even that's even that's getting monetized. Heavily, to a point. heavily censored on Reddit now as well. Like Reddit, Reddit fucking mods are scum. You know, like yeah. they, they just ban people they don't like. Uh, I would say anything to do with vaccine information, because a lot has come out about what they did and didn't do. That's not being reported. No, it won't be. You know, at all. Um, it just anything that goes against the go- government narrative at the moment. Um, the stuff that went on in the UK with the marches here on Remembrance Day when they arrested a bunch of people and they went the far right, the far right, the far right. The police kind of started that. The police cornered them. The, you know, they don't tell you that part. No. They just tell you... What suits their narrative. And in the article, they said the far right were arrested and there was loads of anti-Semitism on the day. And there were swastikas and there were this and there were that. And there were chants for killing Jews. They put that in the article about the far right. But the people they're calling the far right aren't the people that were doing that bit. Yeah. Yeah. These people that turned up, we were fucking, and they were dummies. A lot of them were, we were here to fucking protect the cenotaph. Our dare day is poppy day. I fucking, I won't let anyone disrespect it. But they were those people, right? Mm-hmm. They were not the ones holding up signs where the Israeli flag turned into a swastika. That was the other that was the palette, you know, and they didn't like to report on that. So that's another one. They just, we're just going to lie about it. We're just going to twist the truth and not, we're not going to report about it properly. We're just going to make stuff up. And that, that was one of those. And then, Standard media, really. 
yeah, as you said, this is what they fucking do. And it's scummy that they do it. And you can't trust the word of them. Elon Musk the other day, literally on stage, in front of thousands of people, we asked the question. They asked him about the media and about advertisers are pulling out because the media are saying that you're this and you're that. And that Disney have pulled out and they're not going to advertise on your platform anymore. What, what are you going to do about it? And he just looked at the camera and went, fuck them. Fuck them. Really? I don't need them. Fuck them. There you go. That's fair play. Yep. Next question. This is from David. David. He says, considering the advancements in technology this year, how do you think cybercrime has evolved and what should we be more vigilant about? <clears throat> it's got to be deep faking. Do not put any of your... Oh, well, I, I do... Images, man. Images and videos. It's so manipula manipulatable now, like... Ever since I watched this video of this couple who went to the cinema and basically this company had taken gone on their gone on their social media and they posted they always posted videos and video uh, vi videos and photos of their daughter right i think i might have mentioned yeah this before. you mentioned it before and well, for those of you who haven't heard it yeah so they 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 this company basically took all of those videos and photos basically used deep fake ai technology and put this video together of this not realized well the couple didn't realize this was going to happen in the cinema basically there's an advert for it and basically they took the photo of the girl they aged her by i don't know i think it was like six or seven years so she was like a, a young adult and they basically took her voice they ai'd her voice and they said with the amount of information that you've given through your social media anybody could deepfake your daughter they could set up social security things they could set up credit cards they could ruin her credit score before she'd even gotten started they could even and even worse they could make fucking child porn yep. of her just by deep faking her onto another person's another child's body this is literally the sort of shit we open ourselves up to with the technology we have now it's fucking deadly yeah and and, and there's a, a deep fake search that's the big one man like we, we've spoke about on air about this weird deep fake porn shit that people are doing We've all seen it. Fucking someone's done a, someone's posted it on Twitter. Billy Eilish sucking a dick or something that they've gone and done, and it looked yeah. real, right? That's people doing it to celebrities. If you're a celebrity, you put yourself out there a little bit. Stuff like that's going to happen. It's always happened. You know, someone with good drawing skills could draw you taking it on the ass if they wanted to. Do you know Not what I mean? Yeah. However, people are going to do this to the cunts they work with. Or they don't. Also, they don't like. But but ruin them. yeah, but maybe not even to ruin like like ruining them is one thing. Brian, the office pervert, likes to look at your missus and fucking gets her picture and does that and he goes home every night jerking off to it. Mm -hmm. He's fucking depraved yeah. and dark and disgusting and you would never fucking know. And That's why all these apps that do deep faking have had to ban porn. Before, they were fine with porn because this is what people were doing. They were taking Tifa's face and they were slinging it on a porno. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They were taking fucking Wonder Woman or some shit and they were like, we're fine with that and then they started going someone's done their mother-in-law do you know what i mean someone's done their fucking sister's mate someone's done the neighbor someone's done the milk milkman yeah then, someone's it comes done to, the... then it comes then it gets to the point where someone's done his neighbor's fucking 12 year old daughter yeah but then, but then it would but then i think that's when they i think they started realizing people are uploading a lot of children's faces 
and they're like, what are they doing? And then they're going through porn videos and they're finding a girl with small breasts who looks the young. Petite, the petite ones, yeah, 18 and then And then they're fucking putting a kid's face on it yeah. and they're bashing one out and it's fucking vile. I think out of everything, when they're going, we don't know who we can trust anymore with AI. They could do Joe Biden saying something he never said. Yeah, all that is pretty dangerous. He wouldn't bad. remember anyway. He wouldn't remember anyway. All that is pretty dangerous. All that is bad, global, political, but I think the one that is going to affect people the most is using it for porn. I've had this discussion with my missus about this. And when we have kids, it is literally, I'm not allowing any. I said, you could put a photo up. That's fine. But like a friend, like friends of mine do in America, and I know a couple other people do it as well. When you have Cassie Lee, the wrestler, she does does it with her kid as well. Yeah. An emoji, an emoji goes over the face. Yeah, and Mike, that is going to be my requirement for anything. Not this mic, but another mic. A friend of ours, friend of the show, Sega CD University is known as. He does that. He's got a kid. He does that. He doesn't. He doesn't put the fucking picture of his his kid online face in photos because it's it's not for rando cunts to see. It's not for some prick to use and take. Like, and it's sad that we've come to the position where we have to do that. Like, there should be a way, like with Facebook or whatever, with technology, where if someone posts a picture, it should detect there's a child in it. And then it should put some sort of block on it so that when you view it, you can't photo, you can't uh, screenshot it mm -hmm. and you can't download it. Yeah. And you can't put record on your phone and record and scroll through. It blocks it. Because Snapchat did that. Snapchat did something where if you fucking save or screenshot it, it tells the person... Yes, it does, yeah. You did it. Yes. Yeah? So you would catch a nonce in a fucking heartbeat if you're saving pictures of your kids. Exactly. Why the fuck can't Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook do that? And, and, and wherever, TikTok, wherever, why can't they do that? It would be very easy to fucking implement that. Someone has saved a photo, this photo. Why have they saved a photo of why my Why have they child? saved a picture of my kid? Yeah. You know, and it could be innocent. Someone could go, oh, you know, your birthday's coming up and I was going to do one of them moon pigs with you and your kid. Yeah. It could be innocent and you'd have to believe that that person's right, but a lot of the time, you're going to catch a fucking weirdo. Mm -hmm. But you're going to catch a weirdo if it was like a woman goes, a geezer saved my picture. Like, just the fact that, yeah. why would you save a picture? Now, for me, I've done it a few times with you and other people that would appear on this podcast for episode art. Yeah. Where, but then you know what, you would then see what it's used for, yeah. right? But if you just start going, oh, look, here's, here's my mate, and he's here with his sister. She's fucking looking all right. I'm going to save it. Like. That, that happened to actually someone I know over here. They uh, they got caught out because they, they had this other bird on Snapchat. And whenever she was posting, like, fucking bikini pics and everything like that, he was screenshot, he was screensaving them, even though he had a missus. And that got round to his missus. He's like, you know, he's been fucking doing this, eh? Yeah, because it tells them. Yeah. And people would soon stop fucking doing it. Mm -hmm. But I think that's the number one with, with technology. I think that deep faking is getting so real. It's going to be a huge problem. And if you want to extend that to like the political, to not knowing what you can and can't trust, if they want to put a video of someone saying the N-word to cancel them, they got the technology to do that now. And it's very hard to realise if it's real or not. And, it, and even if you can prove it's real, some people are never going to trust it. You know, I think I think that is there. I think that's a, a big part of that. Right. My turn. So, Tom sends in. What's up, guys? Great episodes. This year... Uh, the, uh, sorry, great episodes this year. Keep up the good work. I want to know. 
If you were to reflect on the major conspiracy theories that emerged in 2023, which as tech-driven surveillance, climate change, social media manipulation, alien and UFO declassification, central digital currencies, which one do you find the most plausible and why? All of them. Well, yeah. All of them. All of them. I think all of them aren't. I don't even think there's a plausibility question. We've been, we've been seeing social media manipulation for years. Alien and UFO de- de- declassification, that's about two years in the run because that was one of the last things that Trump did before he was voted out was he told the government they have to release all files to the public, but they still are withholding well, no, no, a lot they, of they, And then you've had to have whistleblowers come out. I listened to the guy on Joe Rogan the other day, the one who had to stand up in Congress and fucking give things. And like he would sit, he would sit there and Joe Rogan would go like, what? how many kinds of life form are there? And he was like, I can't answer that. He said, under oath in question there's only certain things i'm allowed to say when i'm outside of that scenario yeah and then joe rogan go is there many types of light forms and he goes yes but i can't tell if, i couldn't say if there's 14 different types of fucking i can't light, give you a number you can just let num- you know that there are yeah and, that, and, that, and the whole thing went through like that but some of it was fucking incredible like that he said joe rogan said to him like are they extraterrestrial or are they extra dimensional and he said it's believed they're both, which fucking opens up so much shit. Like, it, it's it's insane. Like, the UFO stuff's one to keep an eye on, but also, we did an episode on Project Bluebeam, yes, and these cunts could be lying, Correct. and they could be releasing it to fuck with us for that reason. Um, climate change, we all know that they're lying through their fucking teeth about how bad that is, for certain, because there's an agenda there. And the agenda is 15-minute cities and keeping you in your fucking house and not letting you travel and all that shit. We we know that. Um, What else has he got on here? Central digital currencies. That's what the WEF want. That's all part of the same conspiracy with 15-minute cities. Um, Tech-driven surveillance. Yeah. Got that already. We've got that already. And everything they come out with, like when it comes to like, oh, we we might start putting some checkpoints up. We might start making people register what house they live in uh, and what internet they use and, and have to use your passport to get sign up to get internet and all well they know exactly what, yeah exactly like fuck off like all them the ULES cameras but we've got a question we'll talk about that later mm-hmm. um, loads of that shit yeah no all of them are plausible Tom um, I'm glad you brought that up because I probably wouldn't have thought that all of them are plausible and every single one of them you need to keep your eye on. And if your government or local area start fucking talking about something similar, you need to be kicking off about Time it. Time to fuck off. Do what they did. They did it here. Um, they, if they started talking about 15-minute cities here, me and Scott would be the first cunts out there calling them pieces of shit and telling them Cam- that. Was it Cambridge where they, they were trialling it? And they fucking went around destroying all the fucking cameras and all the uh, yeah. bollards and that? Yeah, and then that's kicked off even more. But again, we got a question about that. Uh, later on, so, yeah. um, it's you next. No, it's not true. I I feel like the last few years for video games have been crap. I've been playing Persona 5 Tactica recently and I'm enjoying it, but nothing in the game feels new or fresh. Is the industry in a creative decline? That is from Chris. I disagree. I would say say yes and no. Like, I think um, AAA gaming is in a massive decline. But I think smaller studios and indie studios and um, pe- people like that are doing are delivering good stuff. Like Baldur's Gate, one game in a year and a couple of other awards, right? Mm-hmm. That is a small studio that love what they do. Yes. And I've not played it. You have played it. Mm-hmm. 
and everything I've seen about it, because it's on my list to play, and from what you've said about it, it delivers. Yes. I think you put your hope there. I think CDPR outdid themselves with Cyberpunk. Eventually. Eventually. But I think they always had the potential to, and it's just part of the... It's moving away from the corporate greed, and I think what you're saying when you say a creative decline, I think we can sum that up to the corporate greed. I think the more the EAs, the Ubisofts, the people like that, when it comes to like they release 10 games a year, most of them are going to be shit. And we know they are because they're just yes. microtransaction fuck fests with low effort. I think, I, think, I think that's where the decline comes in. I think it's all about what are you looking for in your game. So I could, you know, easily recommend you Ghost of Tsushima, for example. Yeah. Fucking beautiful. Combat is flawless. It is an incredible game. But you, but for every Ghost of Tsushima, you're gonna get, you know, this year's Call of Duty was a pile of steaming shit, from what I've been told by a lot of people. I mean, what's his face? Uh, is it Chris Judge? What's his, the guy who does creative voice? Create oh, he come out and slagged it off. Slagged it off at an awards ceremony. You know, it's stuff like that. You know, you are gonna get your absolute shit shows like Bethesda, in my opinion. Bethesda haven't haven't had a good game since probably Fallout Four. And even that is not the best Fallout game. No, but like, that was even, like their last even that has one. some fucking problems. But that was probably their last reasonably good game, the enjoyable game. Yeah, yeah and I, I, I personally said that I don't play Fallout. I don't play Elder Scrolls. Like when people were kick, where people were celebrating, oh, Xbox got Microsoft bought Bethesda. Yeah, we're gonna fucking we're gonna clean up. You can have it. Bethesda's a fucking pile of so trash. When, when I played Fallout Four, I knew that they were in a decline based on how retarded the story was yeah because it's like they didn't understand the law of the franchise they'd taken over right like fallout and a lot of people don't understand that fallout is not a post-apocalyptic game oh. it's a post post-apocalyptic game oh. the world is meant to have been rebuilt there are ruins and stuff around but it's meant yeah. to be rebuilt right. when you go into a place that is a town that has been there for 200 years mm -hmm. why is there trash cans from the war still on the floor destroyed yeah, yeah it wouldn't be they would have cleaned it why yeah. is everything messy why is it not clean yeah. why is it not being fixed like that you they they do not understand their own fucking mm -hmm. franchise and i noticed it very much with like with fallout 4 the most fallout 3 does it but that area in fallout 3 is one of the worst hit because it's washington so you you go to places where they have set up societies but there's also a part they call the the uh capital wasteland which is like don't go there it's fucked full of mutants so you know that new vegas did the game really well mm -hmm. it was like yeah well there's a society that live here and live here and, and, and they're a proper society and you go there and go yeah. this looks like nothing i've ever seen apart from the institute in Fallout 4, where you go underground and everything is clean and sterile because it's like a, an underground base, mm -hmm. everything is shit. Like, I don't understand it. You walk, if you walk, if I, if, if Guernsey fell to shit tomorrow, we got hit with a bomb and there were piles of bricks everywhere and stuff like that. In a hundred years' time, I would hope those bricks aren't still there. No, they would have cleaned up. They would have cleaned it up. In, in, in Bethesda Fallout games, it's still fucking there. Yeah. And I understand there might be areas where no one's gone back to that you go back to and it's full of fucking mutants or what, like we said, makes sense. But mm -hmm. when it's fucking places people live, you go into places that are meant to be people's homes in it and there's old newspapers on the floor and there's piles of rubble in the corner. 
It doesn't make sense. And you know, why would they have left a pile of rubble in their house? I don't up. understand it. Yeah. Like, and that's what fall that that's the problem with Bethesda's Fallout. It's very apparent in Fallout Four, and um, like, yeah, they suck. Bethesda suck at the moment. I think. I, not just Bethesda. I use that as an example because I don't really care for Bethesda as a, as a whole. But I feel in terms of like, I think again, it's just what. But Ubisoft are a company we like, and they have been fucking awful. Well, people slagged off Far Cry Six. I actually really enjoyed Far Cry Six. Oh, I couldn't get into it. I really enjoyed it. it. Again, it took me, it took me a little while, but once I was into it, I was actually, I was actually really. really I feel like it was it. a step down from five. Oh god, yeah, no, but, no, but that's what I me. Mean. I don't ever yeah, want a game to go. Was, five was a step down from four. I don't know. I think four. five had a better story, but like, the villains were good in all of them. Like you, three, four, and five, they really fucking nailed their oh, villains. The villains like, were incredible. It's hard. I mean, I think I preferred five to four. But Pagan Min was fucking awesome. Now I think about it, like what a fucking excellent fucking yeah. character. Fantastic. Yeah, uh, let me have a quick look at which. But you're right. It does. It does pretend. It does. Uh, God of War you're... Ragnarok was great. You know, I'm not. I will not. I will never say nothing again. The, the past two God of War games was Stray. Stray was a really fucking good indie game. It's what it tends to be is, it tends to be more your. Indie game, your indie games are the ones that are saving grace in the, yeah. in, the in the industry at the minute. It and seems... Sony can smash out a decent exclusive every now. And then. Yes, they can. Yeah. It, it, what it what it's getting down to is it's got into these triple A triple A developers have kind of again gotten lazy. They have they're is laziness and like you know and it's not just not just Ubisoft. There's loads of them. Like yeah, like you said, Bethesda. Um, fucking who makes Call of Call of Duty. Um, Activision. Activision. Like Activision used to be fucking, they used to put bangers out. Oh, yeah. Blizzard used to put bangers out and they put out nothing but I shit. Mean, Bungie used to put bangers out and they fucking pump out shit. Like, Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog. I've literally been relying on two franchises for at least 10 years. And one of them more than the other, yes. which is The Last of Us. Like, the yeah. fact they're remastering and like, what the fuck are they? The lazy is what I call it. Yes. You're lazy cunts. Um, they didn't need to remaster, or they didn't need to re release Last of Us 1. As the Last of Us Part One, they already did a HD remaster. It was good enough. Yes, leave it alone. The fact that they're doing a fucking PS5 version of the PS4. It's only saving graces if you already own the Part Two. It's a ten pound upgrade for them for everything. Yeah, but I wouldn't go and buy that game fresh. <sighs> no, no yeah, there is a laziness there. I do agree with him in some regards, and I I've not played Tactica yet. It's on my list, and I really did like Persona Five, and I like Tactical. I love hey. Persona Five Royal, and I loved. Persona 5 Strikers. I didn't like Strikers. I loved Strikers. I thought it was a bit of a cop out. I love, I, I have a soft spot for Musu games. Yeah, but see, I like all Dynasty Warriors and that. Yeah. I just didn't, I couldn't, there was something about it. But I've seen, I've seen the graphics for Tactica and all the chibi little characters. Yeah. And I'm like, I, yeah, that, the art style puts me off. But, I mean, well, his complaint here is, like, I feel like there's nothing new. Well, and, what, um, well what's happened there is Atlas are literally, again, they're kind of going down that route of milking a dead cow. Yeah. You saw they probably not even started on Persona Six. That's the thing. Well, no, because they re-release on Persona Three, yeah. and then what you'll probably get is you'll probably get a re-release of Persona Four. Then we'll get Persona Six. I think they'll leave Four alone because it's modern enough. The Golden Edition's modern enough. Yeah. They and either they might go back to One and Two. That'd be good. Which would be really good. That'd be good. Um, and then they, we'll they, get, they get forgotten about because all they're doing is using the five engine because it's a good three, engine. Yeah. It's a fucking great. Engine. Six, they'll need to. Update make it. a new engine is that and i think that's what they're putting off yeah um yeah i haven't played it but you're saying it does nothing new and i feel like i felt that was my feelings with spider-man 
I was like, this is the first Spider-Man game with just some extra stuff. The story was great. I really did enjoy the story. It was just really short and it just felt a bit rushed. Yeah, you know, and some stuff I just... They, also in the story, the Miles stuff, a lot of that, I was just like, I was just like, please get back to the real story because this is fucking you. dumb. The Mary Jane moments, I was like, please hurry up with this. I don't I, need another one. I didn't mind this. I just didn't need another one. I don't need Mary Jane being able to one-shot people. Yes, that was a bit... I prefer, but I preferred her solo missions in this one that I did to the first one. Well, yeah, this one, there's a lot more involved in it. But it just, again, it felt OP. I'd, I feel like... And also, if they weren't in this one, I wouldn't have complained. I would have been like, do you know what I mean? Like, why got, are they in it? I've got a soft spot for Laura Bailey, so I can't really say too much. Okay, so yeah, next question, I guess, is yours. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. No, it's yours, isn't it? No, I asked this tactical question. Oh, yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah. Okay. Right. This is from Jenny. Hey, guys. Love the vending machine killer episode and would love to hear more about Japan crimes in future. One of my favorites is the case of Miyuki Ishikawa. She murdered over 40 infants. Now, I haven't actually heard this. She sounds like she's an angel of death. So I looked it up. I haven't actually looked this And um, I looked it up. And I, I I think they can't. There's maybe a few hundred, mm. and they can't name, they can't pin them all on her. Right. So the number is lower than it actually is. And there was like forgery of like death certificates and money and a bit of a shipment thing going on there with money wow. be, and and all that sort of stuff. Okay. When I looked, when I had a brief look at it. And I was like, fucking horrible. Yeah, she was basically euthanizing. Um, no, not euthanizing because they're, they're not. There's nothing wrong with them. Wrong with them. She she was taking newborns and saying they died cop death and all that, God. and then fucking having the parents sign shit over and then like she was earning money off it as well. I don't know how that worked. Organs maybe. Maybe yeah, it was fucking weird when I looked into it. So obviously, when you ask a question like that, I've only got a limited time to be able to have a look. Yeah. It seems like a really interesting case, and I definitely will look into it more in future. Yeah, that sounds like a good one. Um. I mean, one of my personal, like, it sounds horrible to say, favourite cases. <laughs> one of my favourite cases? Yeah, from Japan is actually the uh, Miyazawa family case where I yeah, think I, we brought, we brought this up before. It's someone I really want, I really wanted to look into more for the podcast is um, a family were killed by a home invader on New Year's Eve. But... They just aren't. So minute evidence, like literally a shoe print. But the weird thing was that the the guy, the per what's the guy, the person broke in, killed all of the family in different rooms. Yep. Then stayed there, made themselves a sandwich, and and shit like that, and then fucked off out the back door like nothing had happened, and they never ever caught the person that did it. Bit like Richard McCroskey, but uh, not. Some scummy little weirdo. Well, it could be a scummy weirdo. Yeah, you, you don't, don't you, you don't know. It's, it's 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 a very very bizarre case. It's always been something that's very very intriguing. But Japan is rife with these little cases that are very very intriguing. It's that we never really hear about. No, yeah. unless unless you unless you're looking to go into research. I mean, I could we could happily do a series Easily, on it, yeah. like without question, not even like touch the fucking surface of 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 some of the stuff because. Like with what we found when we were researching the vending machine killer is Japan only release what they want people to know when there's a much deeper level to a lot of the stuff that's going on. Exactly. They don't want to cause panic amongst the public. Yeah. 
It was yeah. Japan's got a lot of cool crimes going on. That's cool. Cool crimes. <laughs> a lot of like weird shit that you read about and go, "Fuck me, I don't believe that happened." Like, all the cult stuff that's gone over there is fucking insane. Well, there's, there's that bloke. I can't remember his name now, but he fucking ate a woman, and then he's now like a minor celebrity in Japan. And yeah. He fucking, he's out. He's out and about now in the public eye and everything. He's written a book. Yeah. I think he's written a cookbook and he's written another book <laughs> and stuff like that. What a fucking cunt. Absolutely yeah. mental. And he and he's literally apparent from what from what I remember, he is literally free to walk around. It's my cookbook. The best human recipes. Yeah. Like no, Japan's got some great stuff. I hadn't heard of that one, uh, Jenny. No, but I haven't it was, either. But it, it sounds interesting. I'm in. it's, it's definitely something I'm gonna look into. Yeah, I mean we we definitely might make that one a future episode if yeah. we can get enough information on it. So this is from John. John. John says I've been thinking a lot this year about the criminal justice system here in the US and I'm asking a lot of questions about our laws, fairness and justice. For example, the January 6th protesters were thrown in prison. They were called insurrectionists. However, pro-Palestinian protesters, which we mentioned earlier, did the same thing and were not treated as a threat on democracy. What are your thoughts on this? It's all about what narrative they want to spin, mate. We're seeing it in the UK. We're seeing it where, pe- where people get done for certain crimes and they get overly harsh sentence. You're and then someone else gets like... fucking online bullying now. Like, even just saying something, someone yeah, disagrees with you, you're getting someone's offended, really. you're getting done. Yeah. You get... Um, I, mean, I don't like the guy, but the Tommy Robinson got arrested the other week for being in a coffee shop. Again. So, so he's he always getting arrested. For yeah, shit. yeah. He, so he um, works for one of the like Rebel News, one of those sort of things. Well, yeah. he, he works for them, and he was at the uh, Israeli protest for where Israel like stand up against anti-Semitism. Right. So he went there to interview people. Mm-hmm. Well, why do you think? Why do you think people were saying from the river, from the sea? Why do you think all this stuff? He was sat in a coffee shop. And ordered himself some breakfast and was sat there. And the police came and were like, you can't be here today. You have to go. And he was like, why? He escalated. He was like, I've ordered a breakfast. I'll eat my breakfast and then I'll go. But I am working. I'm a journalist, right? I'm here as a journalist today. Like, yeah. are you telling me journalists can't report on this? And they were like, no, you can't report. And he said, but we have freedom of press in the UK. And I'm here as a, a journalist. This is who I work for. And they nicked him for disturbing the peace. And he hadn't done anything. Yeah. and basically you were in a place that we don't want you to be that's that's the justice system in the UK mm-hmm. if you are someone that they deem problematic and maybe you are a piece of shit yeah yeah. but can you not go into a coffee shop and have breakfast like, it's, do you see what I mean like, what are you going to do and if you're a journalist even if you're a journalist I don't, some journalists, I don't, like, I don't like Piers Morgan but I don't think he should not be allowed to report something somewhere if he goes there. I don't think he should have a fucking TV show. I don't think he should. But that's not me to make the decision. But if he wants to go and report on a Palestinian protest and he wants to go there with a camera and ask people questions and that's going to go on TV, well, yeah, that's his job. He should be able to. Yeah, but it's, it's been very, very, like, especially with that, it's been very, very weird. There's a guy who's on TikTok. He's a Palestinian, I think. Or he's a Palestinian descent. Yeah. Like. So he's obviously been very pro-Palestinian these things, and they've had him on they've had him on the news and stuff like that as like a as an interviewer, yeah. interviewee, sorry. And they've not let him get a word in edgeways. They've literally like when when they first started, it's like yeah, do you condone the things of Hamas? And he's kind of gone off, and he goes, he goes, well, yes, what they've done is wrong, but he's like, but then there's also this, 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 this you're not talking about. And they've literally they just won't let him talk. They've but but this is the rock and the hard place, right? That with with this 
particular fucking thing. They don't want to piss off Jews. No. Because Jews have got a lot of money and a lot of say in things. Mm -hmm. They don't want to be called an anti-Semite. They also want to be virtuous left-wingers. And the virtuous left-wingers, which is bizarre and kind of retarded, are, we are pro-Palestine. Not realising that if you're walking around with a sign that says Queers for Palestine, if you tried to do that in Palestine, you'd be thrown off the nearest fucking rooftop. Mm -hmm. You know, not realising that what Hamas did was rape and murder individuals and that actually the best thing for Palestinian people would be remove Hamas from the area and for them, the people to give them up and fucking give their locations up and get rid of them. Mm -hmm. that would be the best thing for them. You know, Hamas, these people saying Hamas are ISIS is true. They are ISIS. They're the same. They're Hezbollah. They're ISIS. They're the Taliban. They're Al-Qaeda. Al um, well, they're the same types of people. I mean, Queers for Palestine, to me, is, it is the meme that's been going around. It's chickens for KFC. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, exactly that. I, I don't understand. Cows and beef burgers. I don't understand it. I do not understand. When there is... Uh, there was protests here last Saturday, right? Yeah, I heard about it. I didn't even know that was happening. They said 100 people. They said, I live in town. There's about 30 people. They always exaggerate the numbers to make it seem better than it was. They, and they were like, uh, there was a girl there. I've seen it. She always does this. So she was at Black Lives Matter. She's a, they always use the same girl. She's like a hairdresser. She's like an actor. They, they, they just yeah, plant there. She, she's, in, she, she's in town. She, sometimes I see her at gigs and stuff. They always use her. They always like her. And she had this, Fairbrush doesn't speak for me. Because he said, we stand with Israel, right? Yeah, and they were, the, the big thing they were saying is that the Gern, the local Guernsey people, don't support Israel. They want to free Palestine. This was their argument. Mm -hmm. Right? They couldn't get even more than like 0.1 percent of the population to actually show up. Mm -hmm. Out of that people, there were probably 50 percent of them wearing were women in headscarves. And if you want to know something about Guernsey, which we can say here. Guernsey's immigration policy, they are not classed as local. Mm -hmm. You have to be here for, you You would have to be here as... Over at, 10 years. Over 10 years as a local. Yes. Um, under a certain license. Like, not... Mm -hmm. The license they give people that just come here to work, after 10 years, they still want that same license. They're not local. They'd have to be married or lived with or be on a license yep. with a local that they're a partner of. They, there's all this stuff they have to jump through to do it. Yep. So when these people are saying... Look at your electorate. They're not allowed to vote. They don't vote. Yeah. To put these women in the headscarves that we never used to see three years ago, mm -hmm. that are now you see everywhere here, are new to the island. Yes, they're, they're not. Are. They're not. And I'm not saying they shouldn't be or anything like that. But it's a lie to say, look at what locals think. They're not local. No, they're not. I'm not a local. No. I can vote because I'm on a local license. Mm -hmm. Actually, I am a local. I've been here ten years. Yes. Just become a local. But for 10 years, I was not a local. It would be fucking weird of me to sit there and say, I know what's, what Guernseymen think mm -hmm. because I'm not one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's, I don't know, it's very it's very odd. And like... Um, it depends. That sounds not wrong though. Pat, like, um, Fairbrush doesn't speak for us because everybody thinks Fairbrush is a piece of shit. He is. The, thing, the thing is, he is deputy chief minister. You know, he is, the, he is the chief minister, right? But we don't vote that. When, when our election happens, we, no, vote we, in, vote, we vote in our deputies. We vote who we like, yes. and then they decide who gets in yes. charge. So it's his mates that voted him into it. And he we was, don't and, have he, and he was not the most popular person to be voted. He wasn't even the, he wasn't even the fifth most popular no. person to be voted in. 
no, no. I think that's what, like, you know, you're talking about democracy and, and about laws. Well, Guernsey's one of them. I think the person who gets the most votes should be the head. Yes, it would be John Gollop every year. <laughs> well, it was, it um, would be. It, it, was, John... it was, it was, it was, it was, uh, Gavin St. Pierre was number one most votes last oh, yes, time round. Oh, yes, he was. And he was previously the head and they voted him out. Uh, yes, because he, despite how well he handled COVID over here, he was, he was shit at everything yeah, else. But but still, even if I didn't like him that much, but even though I didn't like him that much, democratically, you go, well, he did get the majority of votes. Mm-hmm. He was a number one voted person. Yeah. So he should be head. I think Gollop was three, number three. He's always in the top five yeah. because he is literally the most popular politician because he is fucking hilarious. He's a fucking Roman, but in the best way. <laughs> yeah, fucking Roman, but he's, 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 he, is, he, is the, he is the people's number one because he goes out to fucking everything. Yeah, that, he like, talks that, to everyone. He, that he, Panto I went to, that Panto I played last week on the Sunday. He was there. Yeah, came to watch it. He comes to support the. Yeah, he goes to. He, he turns up at gigs. He turns up like fucking. You see him on the bus chatting to people. We went in the mosh pit once at Chaos. It's fucking hilarious. I bet he was old Toad of Toad Hall. That's what he reminds me of. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, no. I think that yeah, the judge in the uh, the justice system is very weird at the moment across the world, and it, it's become it, it rather than uphold justice for the people. The justice system has become another tool for the government and what they want. And it's been people being arrested for tweets. You know something's going on. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. So yeah, we'll go on to the next question. Next question is Matt Turn. So, hi, guys. I know this is uh, this is the past. You t- uh, Sorry. We'll start again. From Baza. Baza. Hi, guys. I know in the past you've talked about digital loneliness and the trappings of online life. Struggling to meet people, mostly women, and dating apps yield little to no results. When I do talk to a woman, I find quickly that they have an army of simps online. You both seem cool to me. Any advice to combat the blues? Don't try and meet women online. Yep. Uh, try and meet people in public. If you're struggling with that, then you there are things you can do, which we won't get into here, to, to deal with that. We did speak. We did a mental health episode uh, where I brought up a few little things you can do to help with that. Yeah. So if you want to go back and listen to that, you'll find it. Um, yeah, look at honestly, mate. Like I actually find it funny when I see like a video come up, especially on Instagram, TikTok. The algorithm doesn't show me bikini chicks fucking shaking their ass because I don't interact with that, mm. and it shows me more of what I like. But Instagram, and I actually had someone message me today. Um, shout out to Alex Soldier First Class. Um, he's got a great podcast out there as well, The Gaming Effect. If you want to go listen to that, check him out. Uh, a friend of mine, he sent me a message saying he never sees my stuff on Instagram. The algorithm does not show him a single post of mine. I see your stuff on TikTok more than I do on Instagram. And 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 I said to him, I said, I don't see anything. In my f- it, stories, I see. Yes, yeah? that pops In up. my feed, I don't see fuck all from people I know. It's all bullshit. It's all sponsored sent- s- shit. It's all yep. fucking chicks shaking their ass. And when I see that stuff, I always do a little test. Even if it's birds who lift weights or something that show up, because I do follow a few of them, I see some of that. And the only things I actually see that are official, that actually come up in my timeline that I that I follow, are things like WWE, like official brands, mm. yeah, or AEW, or anything that's like known, official, backed by a company. I see their shit. Individual users, I see fuck all from it. And I notice straight away there's a trend. When I see one of these videos, I go click, profile, OnlyFans. It's like a little thing I do. Let's see if this one's got it. And every single one of them do. 
you're wasting your time talking to those women because they're not, not online to, to meet blokes or that blokes. Do not talk to women like. Well, yeah, you, you, I, th I feel you're wasting your time with that sort of shit. You're better off just going out, go to a gig. Yeah. You know, go somewhere, go do what you like. Where do you like to go? What do you like to do? What are the things you're into? Go and do that. Yeah. And try and meet people there. Because he said, meet anyone. And he said, especially women. So he obviously don't have, a, it doesn't sound like you've got a lot of friends. That's a start. Before you start thinking about slinging dick, maybe make some mates. But if you've got hobbies, then chat to the people you do the hobbies with, man. There's, you know, groups of stuff. There's always something going on. Well, we, I mean, we have moved into an age where people are more online and live more online. Yeah, it's become a and, and I think that, like, if you're in that trap, that's the, that's the problem. The gratification you get out of online interaction from people, as you've spoken in the past, the dopamine hit from online gratification is... It's a slippery slope. And, like, the way I use social media now, which is just a post and dump, you know, post goes out and that... Whatever. Yeah. I don't need to look at it. I don't need to do nothing. And I just move on. Is a much happier social media life for me than community and building and chatting. I, don't, I have such a small online trail. Like you, you, you look on my, you look on my Facebook, my Instagram. I haven't posted on for a year and a half. Like an actual photo on my actual, like on my actual page. Yeah, you pop up in my stories. Stuff in my and story, and that's linked to my Facebook and everything like that. I think I put a, a, a actual Facebook status up last night. It was the first one I've done in probably two years. And it's only because I lost one of my gavins. And I thought that was worth noting. That's literally it. Yeah. You know, if anything, anything on my actual Facebook profile is people tagging me yeah. in things. And anything on Twitter, I'm commenting on things, but I do not post... Well, I think a lot of what I do on Twitter is actually just replying to yeah. something else I see rather than yeah. actually saying something. TikTok I'm on. Don't post anything. Yeah, I'm on there, but the stuff I post on there is not me, if that yeah, makes sense. It's, it's other like, pages. I, I mean, I do have my own account on there, but even that, if that's just memes. Yeah, you should. You just do shards and the uh, and the codex. Yeah, I've got a new one as well. Um, Another one? Yeah, I've got they, they, Mate, these take me 20 minutes to make a video. Yeah. They're so fucking easy to do, and yeah. I like doing them. And I also like, like with that, like you brought it up, like I've got Cyberpunk shards and the Mass Effect Codex. Mass Effect Codex is blowing up really quickly. That's good. Like I've only really just started doing it, and I'm already at like over 300 followers on it. I get comments every single time. Oh my god, I can't believe someone's doing this. And the only reason I did it is because I started the shards, and I was like, you know, Mass Effect. I used to love listening to the Codex, but then I noticed in some of the later games, some of the Codex things didn't have someone talk. Yeah, and they were read only. And I thought, I'm just going to work my way alphabetically through the codex. Mm. Do two videos a week. It takes me 20 minutes per video. Oh. And they're so easy to do. And like footage for it is easy to find. And little videos or little little pictures. Like I like to use a lot of the uh, concept art for things in it and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I find them enjoyable. And for me, when, when that community, that Mass Effect community, which I didn't realize was so big because it's been a while, right? Mm-hmm. They're commenting and they're hungry for Mass Effect content and they want it. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll give it to you. That's fine. And, and it feels it feels happy. It's the same with Cyberpunk shards. A lot of the people in the Cyberpunk community tag my shards account on their posts every day because they want you to see it and they want you to. And they and that community of the video game community, both Mass Effect and the Cyberpunk shards, 
are in, in very positive communities. They love those franchises. There's yeah. no bit, and it's not like Square Enix where people just want to shit on everything. Like, yeah. The Final Fantasy fan base is fucking scum. It's toxic. They are really fuck. fucking evil. Yeah. Like in comparison to other ones, right? But like the the Cyberpunk or the Mass Effect, they love it. Unless you start talking about Andromeda, then they. <laughs> but I believe I, they agree. I understand it. I played Andromeda. I didn't mind it. But I played it after they passed all the weird phases. Yeah, I, I I played it from day one and was like, you yeah, fuckers. I, I didn't I didn't play it from day one. I played about a week or two after it came uh, out. I, I do I, I, I didn't mind. I do it. hope I they decanonize it. and move on from it. The the canon story shit is not it good is. story. It it's is. like uh, this is going from Mass Effect one two three to that is a massive yeah, downgrade. I felt going from anything after Mass Effect three was always going to be a it, downgrade, regardless. It was, but then I would rather them not make another one. It, yeah, that's no. the end of that. Yeah, but it's a money maker. It, it is, but you you could say the creators of Mass Effect, a new space adventure, and you, yeah. the new thing. Yeah, but then people, but then people would still compare it to Mass Effect. They'd be like, "Yes, as good as Mass Effect." Maybe, yeah. But then even in the games, like, you know, Mass Effect 2 is the best one. Of course it is. Like, <laughs> that game know, is incredible. Mass Effect 3 is a bit of a downer from that. And, oh, and, and the it, first one's such a great entry to the franchise. Never played the first one. Didn't, never, I, I, oh, because you, you were the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, it didn't come out. That was an the, Xbox exclusive yes, for about fucking four years or something. No, 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 it was an exclusive until it actually came out on the definitive edition that came out, the trilogy that came out. I, I it was think, never on PlayStation. I think they released a trilogy edition on the PS4 really? or PS3 at some like I think at yeah, some point point. before the legendary edition at some point they released the one two three really? cheap like platinum set on the PS3 I think so I think so well, I, I, I could be wrong but yeah the second one was yeah on another level but uh yeah mate stay away from online online shit just, yeah you're wasting on, your time mate but even just in general like just toned down on it I'm not online as much as I was at all I think it's obvious to people who know me like when, when I was on Facebook with the community there and the memes and the pages and the, like I was on it every day like I yeah. must post something else I must do something he was, else he was that bad at one point where it was like I literally would scroll through my timeline on Facebook when I'm at work and all I would literally always scroll and I would literally see four or five memes in like couple of scrolls because he just you were just lining up memes to fucking post and stuff yeah. like that all over the place mate it's not necessary it's not necessary and i'm bet i'm happier for it and i and i wasn't a lonely geezer looking for women you'll so be, i imagine be, it's worse you'll be happier if you step away from the online and go and actually talk to some real people mate. i do, I do I want to that. clarify that bazza is not my mate barry yeah but my mate barry is having issues with ladies like that as well so it must be something in the name <laughs> it's being called Barry. This Bazzers, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the problem. Yeah, yeah. change your name. <laughs> What's your middle name, John? Use that. Yeah. Sexton yeah. Hardcastle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your question. No issue. I just did Bazza. Oh, I did Bazza. I did Bazza. He didn't. Yeah. He fucking didn't. Yeah. He fucking didn't. I highlighted it and everything. It's off. No, you did John because you were talking about the threat of democracy. And then I, then I said Bazza about Combat in the Blue, so then it's you, Shane. All right, I thought I did Bazza, but okay. When we listen to it back, we'll go, we've, we've probably done it a few times. So we've fucked that one up. Nope, I'm right. Right, this is Shane, and he says, Greetings, fellas. We've seen in recent months a stabbing at a teen festival in France, an attack on children in Ireland, a second attack in France at the Eiffel Tower. Well, that was literally like a week ago. Mm. Um, 
and a bomb during a Catholic mass in the Philippines. Didn't know about that. I, I didn't. I looked it up, and that did happen, but I, know I don't know much about it. All are linked to Islamic extremism. Meanwhile, on TikTok, Gen Zers have been praising Osama bin Laden. What the fuck is going on? Shane said. Uh, Shane, open with Ireland. I imagine he's Irish with the name like Shane. <laughs> Not that all Shanes are Irish, but it's focused on that. Um, I would say that we we kind of tackled it a little bit when we mentioned the Palestine stuff then. Uh, these people don't know everything. They don't know. The the people that are praising it, Gen Z, they don't actually know anything they're following trends they're yeah. not they're not actually doing their research they don't know they don't know what it's like me and scott we, we both lived through fucking we remember 9-11 happening we awesome. remember seeing it on tv and being like holy i remember fuck. exactly where i was when that happened man you know that letter to america that trended on tiktok also has like the fucking uh jihad the west and set up sharia law in it inside it that's what his goal is right yeah. So they're sitting there going, oh, well, you've interfered in this war and what you did in Vietnam and what you did. He's right. He's right. Yeah, he wants you to think he's right because he wants you to fucking support his cause. That's the point of a fucking, these people. Like, have countries around the West injected themselves in places they shouldn't have been? Fuck yes. Have we done that and also brought good to those areas? Yes. In some places. Because if America didn't join World War Two, oh. or do you see what I mean? Like, there's loads of there, there are examples where it worked, and there are examples where it fucked. Vietnam up. was a fuck up that should never have happened. But supporting the Korean War, I don't really know that much about the Korean War. Well, it minus. helped South Korea be South Korea and okay. not all be under the same yeah, rulers. Do you see what I mean? Like, yeah, without that, we would never have K-pop, and that would be a travesty. <laughs> That'd be, yeah, we wouldn't have ever had that. We wouldn't have had the thriving uh, Korean porn industry. <laughs> We wouldn't have the thriving Korean K- movie industry, movie which has made which some, has got some bangers. Some of my favorite TV shows are Korean, so yeah. Yeah, well, like you, like we said earlier, in a, a, <clears throat> not on this episode, on something else uh, when we were talking earlier, uh, zombie Korean zombie stuff is fucking awesome. Train to Busan, what a probably one of the best zombie films ever made. I I, I knew Korea was on the map, movie wise and TV wise, when I fucking turned old boy on and went, holy fuck. Like, well, one of my favorite. That was the one that did it for me. I was like, holy fuck. One of my favorite films of all time is Korean. And he's a, the du- a Tale of Two Sisters. That's one of my That's favorite a great films film, of all time. Yeah, and he was also the director. Was he? Holy fuck. Yeah. Oh, holy fuck. Oh, holy fuck. <laughs> was he one of those pilots that crashed that plane as well? Yeah, the Tale of Two Sisters is great. And I think that this is. Um, is that. There's a remake of that. I think there's a Japanese remake of that as well. There's an American um, one called The Uninvited. Yeah. It's got Emily Browning in it. But yeah, Tale of Two Sisters is fucking excellent. Yeah. Um, they've got, there's a movie called Hate. It's just called Hate. I mean, it come out in like 2004. Right. One, I've got it. It's over there. It's, it's, uh, I think I've got a DVD of it. It's on the side over there. Mm. It's, it's one of my favorite films. That's Korean. It's brilliant. Right. Like, and, and Hate sounds like a weird name for a movie, but that stands for something. Like, but it's about, it's about H-A-C-H. No. H. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, but H in that, when you get to the end, you learn what H stands for. Right, right it's called that. Like, okay. that's part of it. Um, but yeah, I, I think that, like, look, have we done bad shit? But every country has done bad shit. Oh, yeah. I th- I think it is probably a little bit weird to bomb countries and then let them come and live here after we've done it. Mm-hmm. I think that you might be asking for a problem there. Yes. It's sort of like shagging your neighbor's wife and then inviting him around for Christmas dinner. 
and he knows about it. Like, yeah. you're asking for fucking trouble. At the very least, you're getting a clogged toilet. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. do, do you see what I mean? Like, yeah. and at most, he's beating the fuck out of you. Like, it's, it seems a little bit odd to bomb, especially countries that, um, let's call it culturally, are a little bit incompatible with us as well. Like, Islam, Islamic yeah, a little bit, not all of them, but no, like no. you know, but the people we're from, as I say, the people from the old country, the people that live in countries where that is the law, uh, it's not just the religion, it's the law. It's, they're not quite, they're not the really, life. they're not really compatible with our way of life. How yeah, more chilled we are with certain things, especially homosexuality, especially yeah. women's rights. Yeah. So it is like we said, it's odd to see. Trans people, gay people, and women marching marching in support of Hamas is very odd. Mm -hmm. uh, and they yeah. go, "We're not supporting Hamas." Well, you are when you're using their chants and they're using their wording. You are in support of Hamas. Yeah, you, you can't say you're not. You know, especially when some of them were holding up signs that had a picture of the fucking parachutes coming in. That is definitely support of Hamas. There's no way you can get around it. And I think that's why it is. When you ask what the fuck's going on, I think that. Um, we have too many stupid people, Shane. I think that's the problem. We we have an education system that's failed those Gen Zers, as you've put it, mm -hmm. and that's the fucking problem. Yeah. Your turn. Next question. Samoth Scott. I love your podcast, and it's been my go-to again this year. You guys have a way of talking that makes me feel like we're just friends hanging out. So I'm curious, do you have any favorite podcast where you feel a similar connection with the hosts it's like you almost know them personally you know that's from gwen gwen i'm surprised i've seen any question this year does she normally throw us with she like... normally throws fucking hundreds that is the only one also p.s i really wish the podcast was bigger and i want you to have all the success in the world heart eyes cat emojis <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, Thank you. Will. I wish we had all the success in the world too. Yeah. Um, we'll have to go to work. <laughs> I think that the 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 way of talking makes you feel like it's just friends hanging out because we are just friends hanging Literally, out. Literally, yeah. yeah. So it, that's natural. There's not. There's no gimmick or anything there. Yeah. This isn't really an act. It's literally just us cracking open some tins and then having a discussion, having a chat. That's, yeah. that's all it is. Um, yeah. You know, the worst part of this is the fucking post-production shit. Like, actually, this bit is the best bit. Yeah. You know, the, the other stuff is the bit we, that I don't like, but this bit's the easy part. Um, yeah, there's a, I think all podcasts I listen to, you kind of feel like you know them a little bit. Yeah. Ones where they're not just reading. Like, I've got some true crime podcasts I listen to, and they just take turns of talking. It's like a script, though. Yeah, and it's just like, on January the 4th, you did that. And then that other person goes... And psychology report says that, and like they do that, and I I don't mind them because you get an information dump, but they're not. Yeah, those are literally just for research purposes. But, but some of the things that are like interview based or people like Theo Vaughn or Bad Friends or Joe Rogan, you do you do listen to or Gordo with 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 those conspiracy guys. You feel like you know. Oh, yeah, him those guys are literally just chatting because they're just chatting. You know, there, there's a topic and there's there there's something they're sticking to and there's something they want to go on about. But they also have tangents like we do, and. Um, yeah, they go, you do feel like you know them. And in Gordo's case, I've gotten to know him a little bit. So it's, it's one yeah. of those things you do. Um, but I think it's not even just that. I think YouTubers, I think you can watch some of them when they're just giving their opinion. You know they're being honest and being yeah. themselves. You do feel like you get to know them. So, no, I don't think it's weird. And I think there are loads like that. And uh, thanks for your continued support. I mean, one of mine 
the one like my number two favorite um, most listened to podcast this year was the Rock Drive, which is um, the New Zealand uh, radio station the Rock. They do a podcast basically. You know, they just do their. Um, they got like four hours in the in the afternoon in New Zealand, and they just cut all the music out and just do the chats. And they're fucking hilarious. Yeah, like they've been on there. They're massive on TikTok now. You ever seen like nicknames? And... Oh yeah, that's yeah. who they are. Are they okay? Yeah. yeah, they're fucking brilliant. I encourage anybody to listen to the Rock Drive podcast. And they're other. They got a good sense of humor. That's what. That's what drives brilliant. Them. And their other one, they just started their season two of their other one, not for radio, which is the stuff they can't stay on the radio. So a lot more swear and a lot more cruder. Yeah. Like one of them, I'll tell you, I'll give you a brief story. I, I won't do it justice like they did, but it was like this guy who was um, seeing this bird, and she's quite kinky. And uh, she wanted to try. She wanted to, to um, put some anal beads in her ass. Eh? So it's like this fucking long strip. He, he says that, and he goes into fucking detail. And like, cool. Yeah, no, no. So basically, he fucking starts putting, loosening them up a little bit. Starts fucking pushing them in, going more and more. She's fucking loving it. And he's getting down to like two or three, and he's pushing one in. And he's like, Danny goes, no, no, one more, one more. So he puts another one in. She's like, no, no, just one more, one more. So he puts the last one in. He goes, right, it's done. She goes, right. Now take him out, and not realizing that he's supposed to take him out slowly, he literally just pulls it out like he start up a fucking uh, start up a motor. Eh? He goes fucking shit goes everywhere. Yeah, he well, goes, there's a book that's in a book. Um, the guy might have wrote in the lie. That's from Choke Chuck Palahniuk book. He does the exact thing. Is it? Yeah. And so, they wouldn't have known it. They wouldn't have read the book. Someone's gone. Here's what happened to me and sent it in. It was, but it's, it's one of those things there, and obviously I'm a Chuck Palahniuk expert, so I remember it straight away. If you ever, you might not have read the book. Um, there's a guy called Tucker Max. So he had. Yeah, oh, I've read his books. Oh, I hope they serve beer in hell. Yeah, yeah, he's got three books. They're fucking. They're funny. funny they're amazing. Funny, really good. I just read one the other day called Average American Male, which is a fiction book, and it reminded me of Tucker Max. Yeah. And the guy's just sex obsessed. This fucking geezer, and he's constantly like, walk down the street, saw a fat woman, but. I think I'd fuck her if she was like begging for it. Like, but like, it gets worse, and like, there's little bits in it where like he starts spiking his girlfriend's um, drink with a drug that is that apparently will make her tits bigger because he thinks her tits are too small. So every time she eats, he's like mixing this. But even when he goes to a restaurant, he goes, "The guy saw me pour it into a drink," but he delivers it. The delivery of the character reminds me of Patrick Bateman, the way right. Patrick Bateman's delivery is. Yeah, yeah. is a, re a really good book. Yeah, and Tucker Max's stuff is fantastic, and those stories are great. The one when they get into the fight and all that, it's just so funny. You fucking image it. Like, yeah. um, the one that, that one is when that when that girl wants to train and stuff like that, and it goes horribly wrong. Yeah. That's like, I like my. But there are a lot of stories like that that happen. I think it's Kevin Smith has a story about when he started film, he was obviously making porn. As a cameraman, I think that's Kevin how, Smith was. I think when he got into the video, I could, it could be someone else, but I think it was Kevin Smith. When he started making um, movies, he started getting into film. He got a job on a set and he got shit all over during. Oh, is that the where, is that where, is that where he put it in Zach Mary? Yeah, and then he put it in that because people don't realize that's a Kevin Smith film. Yeah, it's so good. And that's so something good. that actually happened to him that he put in there. Oh, and I think wow. the whole point of Zach and Mary was him going chronicling i'm gonna talk about some of the shit i saw during yeah. porn and now obviously he uses real porn stars in it as well which, uh katie morgan eh? yeah. yeah so it's it's one of those things but it was we, we got another question right your turn so i feel like i should have moved this question when i set them out which is similar to the one before it but that's true I mostly listen to true crime podcasts and yours is my favorite i know who this is actually um i feel like the rapport you have with each other is a key factor to this 
what do you guys think makes you different to other true crime podcasts kelly because we have no idea what the fuck we're doing half the time i think it's the same it's because no because we're mates like yeah we 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 and we don't mind making twats of ourselves we don't we don't write off a script it's literally we as some sure sam has said before we say we we decide like a week before we're gonna do it because it's literally down mostly down to my schedule and when i can actually yeah. fucking do it and it's like right we're gonna do this one this week it's like sound right then we spend a week researching making notes building up what we're gonna talk about and then we and yeah and in the notes scott's really good with making a timeline with his notes whereas my notes are more like all over the fucking place when it comes to something like crimes and everything yeah I, i'm i'm down for making i always make timeline notes of it yeah so then we normally just go off your timeline but it's, it's not like we, we we don't have a script it's literally like some bullet points and some notes yeah and we just have a discussion and maybe no one else does it that way i guess you know maybe no one else is doing it that way. a lot of it a lot of the, some of the ones I have listened, especially when we've researched episodes, is everybody seems to have like a lot. Of, well, not everybody, but a few of them seem to have like an agenda of yes. what they're of what, what they're trying to push out about it. You know, when we did um, uh, uh, the the English chat, the insult, yeah, the insult killer. You know, it was it was all about. Oh, this guy's a wanker. This guy's a prick. This guy's. Then no one wanted to sort of look into why the fuck. Yeah, was that? Why was he like this? Was his was his autism part of it? What was the way was was his weird relationship with his mum part of it? Which it definitely was. Yeah, but I think it it just gets down to that point of people only want to. Well, a lot again. I'm not accusing any podcast of this because obviously you put out what content you want to put out. I think they want to be safe. I think that's the problem. We don't mind if we're not safe. Not because we're trying to offend anyone. But I think that, like, with a crime podcast, I the, re- the reason we're talking about it is because I want to know why the cunt did it. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't want to go into it with my mind made up. I want to go into it going, like, I wonder if he did it because of this. And have and, and actually have multiple ideas of why someone did it. Uh, another one like that was Stephen Port. Every podcast or everything I read and looked at, it was all, like, the police failings, the police failings, the police failings. None of them mentioned that they find, like, five dead gay fellas drugged up like that every week. Mm. So, yes, it's a police failing, but also the police go, all right. They well, desensitise to it after They just go, well, it ain't murder, is it? Because we find it's another one in exactly the same state overdose. with the same drug and the same... Yeah. So that, to them, they, like, and I said it on the episode, another dead bender. That's how they see it. They go, there's another one. Oh, found another one. It yeah. would almost be like you, you live in a house and you get mould on the wall in a room. Yeah, yeah. so what a room where it gets mould in the window. You're going to keep going, oh, yeah, there's mould there, so I'll spray it and I'll clean it off and like, I'll paint it over it if I have to. Mm-hmm. Carry on. Why is there mould there? Oh, well, it's because of the condensation on the window. And then one year, you get mould there and you do everything you normally do and then someone goes to you, oh, it's because you've got a dead body in the roof. And you go up there and there is a dead body in the roof that's only been there for six months. But it wasn't there every... You're never going to think of it yourself yeah. because you've always get mould there. Like, it's no it's no different. It's like my, my bedroom here. Conversation every fucking winter. Every winter, I'm cleaning off black fucking scum Ugh. every week. By the end of the week, it's the same. Yeah. I bought condensation bags, dehumidifiers. There's nothing I can do about it. The mm. shit windows, because it's a listed building, you and you sleep in there, and you generate heat all mm. night when you're sleeping in there, and it's going to be fucking soaking wet every single night. There's nothing you can do about it. I got that with my bathroom. Yeah. The, the walls are constantly damp in the winter. 
regardless. And you can go in there every day and, and dry them down, yeah. but it's going to happen Straight in two hours, it'll be the same. Exactly. And then, so you, you just have to keep doing the same thing, wipe them down as much as you can, clean it as much as you can. I mean, the problem with my bedroom, it, they go, it goes, it goes black mold within a week Ugh. because they, because yeah. there's, because they are so not, they're, they're plain window. Well, you see them here, you can see black mold growing on this one. That was only wiped down last weekend. That's what happens to them yeah. every fucking week because, yeah. because the, and it doesn't happen to the back facing windows as much. It happens only mostly to the front sun side windows. Yeah. Once they get the sun. Yeah. And that's what it is. And it, it's, it's, but outside, not talking about windows but if someone came up with an explanation for this that something had died out there and had caused it i'd go no it hasn't because it always happens like that and yeah. if they prove it to me i go oh yeah so they have it's the same thing with the police with that case is that they found a gay guy overdosed in a park and went all oh, right yeah we found one two days ago 20 minutes up the road mm -hmm. They come back two months later and it's in the same park and there's another one and there's a little note sitting there going, can't take it because my lover died in this park. And they go, well, we did find his lover. Mm -hmm. We did find his geezer in there. Yeah. So they must have known each other because we found another one two days before. So they just, they, it's, the idea that they don't look into it because they're prejudiced, maybe that is a prejudice because they just go, oh, it's another dead gay fella so we know exactly what's happened here. Case closed. Maybe that is a form of prejudice, but it's learned from the fact that gays are taking lots of drugs and having loads of sex and dying. I look at, I look at like, like when we did Randy's stare and the amount of research we did into him. Yeah. Just to kind of form uh, an idea of why. And it's a disturbing it's a disturbing thing as to why he got to the But then you start noticing trends. Those that, you start noticing with a lot of these things, like, like cross-dressing, for example, comes up a lot mm -hmm. in these crimes. Some people wouldn't want to talk about that because they might be seen as transphobic. Or and with Randy Stair, and like, out of all of them, he was definitely a transgender. We've been person. accused of it from people messaging. Yeah, we have. Him. Yeah, and but Randy Stair was definitely transgender. Yes, and that is what his problem was. Yeah, and he had no community, he had no way no at support. the time, no way of being able to. Now he would have probably wouldn't have done what he did because he would have found that support. Yeah. Um, and he committed those crimes. But when you listen to some other people, they they certain stuff they conveniently leave off the story because it doesn't fit their narrative. Yes. Much like with the questions about the media and stuff like that being shit, it's all it's all really the same thing. So I think what sets us apart is exactly what we said to Gwen is because we are friends. Mm -hmm. Like that. That's what I think. We are friends, and that rapport that you picked up on is just because we're friends. I think the other thing that sets us apart is we're not afraid to talk about the shit that maybe some other people would leave out. Yeah. And we don't come into it with an agenda. I'm coming into this episode to prove this. Like, I'm not coming in to prove anything. I'm just presenting the facts. I'm going to give you my opinion. Sometimes our opinion isn't the same. Sometimes I, I think he could have been this, and you go, I think he could have been that. We go, okay. Like the vending machine killer. We went through a couple of different theories about who that could have been before finally setting it on probably an ex-worker for the company who's got an issue. You know, there were loads of different issues that we could that we worked through before we finally got to one that we went, oh, I think we can agree on this. Yeah. But someone could come into an episode like that going, I definitely want to blame an ex-worker and I'm only going to look into that. Yeah, that's your only yeah. option. It's the only viable one you go. Next question. Right, this was from... Oh, sorry. Ah, <coughs> right. This was from Nick. Hi, guys. I really enjoyed the Elite and Occult episode. Will you be covering any other celebrity-related conspiracies in future? And do you think conspiracy has become a dirty word again? If so, 
why? To answer the second question, yeah, since uh, Alex Jones, Sandy Hook stuff, it's definitely become a dirty word. And then the QAnon made that even worse because it was linked to Trump and all that stuff. Um, it used to be you find it on YouTube, and now you don't. You'd find like fucking flat Earth and all sorts of shit on there. And now you don't. Find it on TikTok instead. You find it on TikTok instead. Um, so I think it has become a dirty word. As for celebrity rate stuff, I'm not that into it. The celebrity side of it. But when we did do that episode and we talked about things like the 27 Club oh, yeah. and a conspiracy around that, what was that? In the occult episode, we briefly mentioned. Oh, yeah, like, we did. Yeah, we did talk yeah, about twenty seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that could be an episode that would be celebrity driven. That would do it. Maybe the stuff with Whitney Houston and her daughter both dying in the same way, and mm -hmm. some of the stuff around that could be in there. Um, but I don't want to be one of these people that go Clint Kardashian wore an eye on her dress. I oh, I couldn't give a fuck. I don't want to move into that. Not not because I don't not because I don't necessarily give a fuck, but I don't give a fuck. But also like. On that episode, we talked about a guy, Isaac Weiser. He's got a great podcast. He does a lot of that. Mm -hmm. We he, we don't need to step on his toes. Go listen to his thing. And I find because he, he's into it as well. You know, I'm not into it. Yeah, I find a lot with conspiracy stuff is yeah, he, there's a there's a fine point between discussing it and then just sounding like a complete crazy person. Yeah, there is exactly that, and uh, I just think yeah, I just think that. Um, I don't think we will cover celebrity conspiracies per se. Unless something come up that was like really interesting or something come up with like extra uh, things in it. Yeah. Was that a phone call? Sorry, that was just a message. All right, so next question. Is it me? Uh, it's you, yeah. yeah. All right, guys. What do you think is the most eye-opening moment in the ongoing Israel-Palestine saga, Mark? Um, Everything. Everything, I think, but the most eye-opening thing is what we've already talked about, which is people do not know what the fuck they're talking about, and they're opening their mouth, and they're saying stuff without any knowledge, without any fucking idea, just, I'm going to say this because I think it's, it's someone else has told me it, and they just go and do it. Do you know what I mean? And they just go and say something and go... Uh, yeah, it's that. That's the most eye-opening thing. People saying shit without actually doing a, an ounce of research, looking into a single thing. And I'm not saying I know everything. It's why I'm fucking. It's not. It's why me and Scott didn't sit there and go, "Shall we do an episode about fucking Israel Palestine?" I don't know enough, and there's too much to research that so we'd have to do a whole fucking series on. That is. Yeah. Well, actually, funny enough, uh, my mate was going to send me. He found a podcast recently, a 20-hour one, done into six parts that details. Everything from the start, which happened, it was just from like the 1800s all the way up to now, and he goes, "It's it's mental." Like the the thing is, the, the thing is, and that is a lot of things. Like when when this when this first kicked off in October, I didn't know anything. I knew I knew there was some hostilities about it, but it, you know, it was never really much in the public eye. This sort of thing, so it's it's very difficult to go. I have an opinion. One of my biggest things I already knew is that my mate who was a band member of mine, on one of his guitars, he always had Free Palestine written on the underneath of it. Yeah. And so I thought, okay, he knows. And he's he's a bit of a conspiracy guy. He knows his shit as well. So when it came to that, this started to kick off, I'd done a little bit of, like, looking into it online, just trying to get an idea. And then I went to him, and I was just like, so what's actually happening? And he just went, 
Mate, I do not have time at the minute to just fucking get into how fucked up everything is going. Yeah, it's right a now. fucking mess. And it's one of those things where you, like, you know when you hear people sit there go, you know what, I think they destroy each other. I hope they destroy each other. Like, there is that, there is a bit, like, without saying that, like, there is a bit of that. Like, the Israeli government are corrupt, scum. Netanyahu is a piece of shit, evil fucker. Like, what they do is wrong. But Hamas, not Palestinian people, Hamas, are fucking brutal. Mm -hmm. And if you had to pick one as your neighbor, right? Who would you want? Who would you want? Like, they, honestly, like, no, Israel but... is like a European country. That's why you do them people go out there and do a kibbutz where they go out there for two, a year or whatever and they do a bit of learning. And these are not Jews, these are normal people. They, mm -hmm. they go and do it. Um, and you go out there and you do, you know, train with monks and all that. Like, you go out there, you go coffee shops, there's gay bars, there's nightclubs, there's mm -hmm. no women don't have to force to wear hairdresses or any of that. They, and then five minutes down the road, you've got the complete opposite. And then you've got the complete opposite. So, like, if you were to sit there and go, you must pick a side, well, which one has the same values as me? And then that's all you can, if yes. you want someone to pick a side, that, that is why a lot of people will say Israel. Because if you go to Israel, it's no different than going to Brussels. Do you know yes. what I mean? It's a cosmopolitan European city is how it feels, and it's not. It's in the Middle East. Yeah. If you go to another Middle Eastern country, you will not find that. No. Like, even ones like Dubai, which a lot of people go to, you can't hold hands. Yeah, like, with your girlfriend. No. You're not allowed yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, no public affection. You're allowed to be, like, inside hotel grounds and stuff, you can, but out in the street, you can't. There's certain dress codes. I don't know, I don't know about, um, I mean, Saudi Arabia, up until two years ago, women were not allowed to drive. Oh. Like, Come on, we know who we know who they are. You can't lie to me and go they're freedom fighters. We know who they are, and we've seen this throughout the years. Che Guevara t-shirts. He was a cunt, yes. an evil, barbaric, genocidal fucking maniac. But people wear his face on a t-shirt. People walk it's around cool. waving a flag with a hammer and sickle on it. And Stalin was an evil bastard. Yeah, the Soviet as Union. bad as Hitler. As bad as Hitler. Yes, but it just happened. They were on our side. They were the on our side at the time, so we allow them to get away with it yeah. a little bit. You couldn't walk around with a fucking T-shirt like the Che Guevara one with Goebbels on it. You'd be in really fucking trouble. You could not have a pin on your badge of the swastika like you can the hammer and sickle. Yeah. We, we, the, the, the eye-opening thing is, is how fucking stupid we are and how we don't know anything and how we allow ourselves to speak on shit we don't know about. Everybody's got an opinion... But not enough people have enough knowledge for that opinion. Yeah, they just say something and you're like, you are... I read this on Facebook. Doesn't make it true. As, as we've said about the phrase, from the river to the sea. Mm -hmm. That is literally... That's phrase... I didn't actually know that until you said that because I never actually even looked into it. I just knew it was bullshit. Yeah, from the River Jordan to the Mediterranean Sea, there will be no Jews here. That's what it means. Yeah. That's what it means. They go, no, it's... Palestine will be free. No, yeah, of, of what? Free of... of what? What will they be free of? Yeah. Not free as in they go and live together because a two-state solution has been proposed hundreds of times and they've always Hamas has they've always shot said it down. no. Yeah. Israel has never said no. Hamas have always said no. Israel usually was proposing it. Yeah. Hamas have always said no. Hamas sit there and say, no, we like diplomacy. Hamas got themselves voted in by 40%. They had, um, they had different people voting and it was like, it was either 2016 or 2006. This is why you shouldn't let people speak on stuff they don't know too much about. It's one of those two, either 2006 or 2016. Mm -hmm. They had a vote there. And the vote was who's going to be the leader of Palestine, right? 40% of all votes went to Hamas and it was enough for them to win. So not even half the country voted for them, but they had the majority with yeah. party votes, right? Which is how, yeah, how things are done. The first thing they did was say no more elections. 
Oh, so they and just, they haven't had one since. So they've just held power since because they got rid of the You Victoria. cannot trust these fucking people. You mm. cannot trust them. You cannot trust the word that comes out of their mouth. You you can't trust how much money they have. You can't trust who's sending it to them. You can't trust Iran. You can't trust all these cunts doing it. You also can't uh, you can't trust that the biggest defense force on the planet with the most high-tech defense weaponry somehow got duped by a couple of geezers on a fucking hang glider. You can't trust that either. Mm -hmm. You can't trust that they didn't... Because they were on strike as well. The IDF were on strike at the time. Right. And now they're all gung-ho, let's get back to work. And So it worked out for him, didn't it? Yeah, they do it yeah, on purpose, maybe. Oh, yeah. Did he allow it to happen? I think it's, it's like the 9-11 conspiracy. Everyone goes, the US government did it. I've never believed they did it. I believe they turned a blind eye because it would get what they want there's, there's, in the Middle East. There's, there's, and I don't um, think they realised how bad it would be, but I think they went, oh, a plane crashes, that's going to look... There's that's conspiracy gonna look. that they got warning beforehand that they, they did, did nothing. I think they did. I think that's 100%. They did have a warning for it, because a lot of these people were on watch lists. I think I think Israel the same. They knew this was coming, and they thought, oh, it's going to be 10 blokes on a hand glider, they'll kill about 30 people, and... Uh, we can use that to our advantage and then they kill thousands because it's not 10 people it was fucking hundreds of them yeah i, I think that's i think that's where these things happen it's the old it's all we've all heard the phrase to make an omelet yeah the crack eggs. fucking eggs yeah. and that's what it is they want to make an omelet which is get the idf back to work and stop questioning us and go out there and do your fucking job what does that and, then, and, and also end. get as much international sympathy as possible mm -hmm. and there's an attack planned Oh yeah, well that happens. Fine, yeah. Off you go. And I think that's, I think nine eleven was the same thing. They're going to cra crash a plane into the World Trade Center. Okay, how many do you reckon will die? Probably about hundred. Uh, and then who who are we blaming for this? We're going to blame Iraq. Who's really doing it? The Saudis, but they're our mates. So we blame Iraq and we will blame Afghanistan. Okay. Well, they've got a lot of oil. We'll go in there. But when them towers fall and there's thousands dead, suddenly. People are way more angry than they fucking thought. You know, that, now they can get away with more. Patriot Act, spying on people, all this shit. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I believe. So I don't think that there is a good guy in this at all, apart from, you know, the good. I just don't want innocent people dead. I don't no, want innocent exactly. kids dead. I don't want people raped. I don't want people beheaded. Like, whether that be on the Palestine side or the Israeli side. Mm -hmm. that I stand with humanity. I don't want them to do that. The people that are perpetrating this, whether they be people in office in Israel fucking doing scummy shit or terrorists beheading and raping kids like they have been, right? Either way, I don't like them. That's what I don't like. So it's not a cut and dry, you're either Israel or Palestine. It's no, no, no. I don't like evil, these evil cunts. Mm -hmm. And if you could click your fingers like Thanos and do away with them, you, you, it ain't going to just be Hamas that you get rid of. There's going to be certain people in the military and in the government in Israel that you'd fuck off as well. Yeah. And that's that's exactly, that's how you should be thinking. I think that's the most eye-opening thing is that we're just full of shit. Yeah. To be honest. Right. Do any of the subjects you cover have an impact on you, Sarah? Honestly, no. I'm desensitized as hell. No, and yes, like, the crime stuff, no. Some of the conspiracy stuff, like, it makes you think a little bit different. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When we do something like Blue Beam and then we see them, like we said, fucking announcing aliens, you go, oh, yeah. yeah. So that's an impact on you, right? Oh, we go, yes. yeah, okay, yeah. We've mentioned it many times. I don't want to keep harping on about it, but like when we did simulation theory, that definitely had a little like... It makes you question. Yeah, of course okay, it does. Yeah. But, but it's not no, something that pops in my head every now and then. It's just like, oh, okay, that's a bit weird. But, yeah, yeah, or if you see something that fits something you've seen on it. Yeah, we have that, but no. Like I think Watkins did a little bit 
because it was a confronting. Yeah, that one hasn't. Has it was personal. I haven't honestly. I haven't really thought about it since we did the episode. But when I was researching and reading that that court sentencing, that was and obviously you, if anybody's ever, if any of you actually like listen to the episode, you can hear it. It's in my yeah, voice. It's, in the end, you were like, "Do I have to keep going on?" And I was like, "No." Yeah. If you want to, can if you if you're listening to this. And you want to hear the last few pages of it? You can go check that out because it's fucking. It's it, not really much. It, it's after, not much. We, after we the actually think it's not much, but it's, it's not much. But yeah, it, but it was a horrible crime, and it just you know confronting the fact that we both liked the music and we, you know, you got good memories attached to it. Yeah, that you go. Oh, fucking hell. And we had a listen to some of it as well afterwards. We had to yeah. throw a few songs on, and I like, had a listen. And we're just like, how oh, could he done this? Remembering house parties when I was younger, and people putting our last train home and last summer and uh, rooftops, and just everybody just blaring at the top of their lungs, enjoying it. It's you know those those, those sort of memories, and then you, it's just yeah, Ruined. those things are tainted yeah, by tainted. disgusting actions. So yeah, so there is a there is a little bit, but no, it doesn't. That, Scott's right when you said no. Like it doesn't impact me at all. I don't sit around going, "Oh, my life is forever changed by that." And plus, with the murder stuff and that, you, you know, we I listen to murder podcasts, I listen to serial killers. Yeah, we watch time. it and we find all it, sorts of stuff. You, you, you get desensitized. You read to about it. you read it books about all sorts. There's so yeah. much shit. I'm still reading. I'm currently reading the um, the truth about the Manson murders. On the chaos, yes. Yeah, I've fun. kind of had a little bit of a break, not because of that. It's just, a long book, though. We know it's not 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 compared to some of the stuff I've read. No, it's not. It's it, quite long. It's quite long. But what, I thought it was quite long. What I know, it's it's more for me. It was more of a case of, I think I just kind of. Or you need a break. I needed a break from reading. Yeah. I kind of was reading quite a bit, and I just kind of got a bit bored of it. So I've gone back to it after chatting to a mate of mine about the case and everything like that, and I'm like getting into it i've learned about i'm learning about um what's his name reese reese whitson and stuff like that and i'm like okay yeah now i'm i'm, I'm this this has really got my interest now i, I want to keep going yeah i, ju- I mean yeah, i just finished a, a book i said earlier that average american male i literally just finished it and the first thing i thought was tucker max and um i, I just ordered it come today uh one of my favorite books and I'm, i saw someone selling a hardback copy and i lost my copy a few years ago out they name a Japanese writer. I put it on my Instagram story because it was quite interesting. Um, bought a copy of the book and it turned up, and I opened this hardback copy and there was an envelope inside. Really? I was like, "What the fuck?" Opened the envelope, pulled out newspaper clippings about the book and the author. Oh. American newspaper clippings, and I looked. I've got the money on the book is in dollars. How that ended up in the UK as someone selling on eBay as a second-hand book, I don't know. Oh, that's weird. And it was like, re- and it was, and it came in a wrapper that was like online book club wrapper. Hmm. So it's obviously a place that buys books and resells them. Yeah. But it was like someone. This is like a little time capsule from 2003 when a book was released. Someone has read three different articles about this book and decided to cut them out and save them. I was like, I'll put them in the copy of the book. Yeah. And it's like, did they know the author? Did they, like, what? Well, they might have just found it, the person to buy the book might have found it interesting. Yeah, or that's how they found the book. They're yeah, like, all that. I'll cut these, because this book sounds interesting. When they found them, they were like, I'll keep these. So I'm going to keep them. They're not going to stay in the envelope, because I opened the fucking thing. Yeah. But I've kept I've kept them, I'm going to keep them. And I, so I'll probably give that a, a reread. Yeah. Um, I'll give that a reread. And I've done a lot of reading this year, actually. But you're right, Chaos, I read that a while back and I might give it a re-go because well, we is, talked about is... that was going to be an episode to cover once yeah. I finished the book we were going to do a uh... there's so much shit in that that's just like it's mad never been said before and you're like why 
have we been lied to like the questions about lying about stuff oh this is a massive one the man's case is such a bullshit lie i was at a friend's um housewoman uh about month or month and a half ago right and they got all their books on the on the shelves and stuff like that and she goes oh yeah you know I think everybody should read Helter Skelter. It's one of my favorite books. And, and I, you were like, uh. I just, I just said to her, I was like, you know what? That's bullshit. Eh? She made went, it up. And she went, wait, what? I was like, yeah, everything he recorded that is all falsified, all bullshit. And she's went, if I didn't like you so much, I would actually leave my house. I was like, literally, once I finish the book, I'll lend it to you. You can read it yourself. Yeah. Like, literally, everything in Helter Skelter is, is bullshit. Because yeah, I read Helter Skelter, and I thought I always thought Helter Skelter was amazing. I always thought it was good. And then you realise how much of it was lies and you know, like falsified bullshit stuff. I can't be how he got away with some of the shit he did. I think because there was a, I think they just wanted to do him. They, I think need, they, they, they need, need a conviction. Yeah, yeah, and there were certain things about that case that they didn't like. They, they didn't want that coming out. The, the CIA stuff, the stuff of him in prison, the stuff, the stuff of him being a paedophile that he didn't hear about. Like, yeah. you, know, you don't hear about Charles Manson being a paedophile. Yeah. I've got a fucking t-shirt with a paedophile on. Yeah, not today, but I do own one. Yeah, I'm a Manson teacher with a paedophile one. Right? I didn't know that mm. until I read that fucking book. Yeah, and it's not, it's hidden, but not if you if you go if it, the good thing about that book if you start googling it, the stuff that it says you find it. Yeah, and you're like, what? Mm -hmm. What? Oh, he was in when he was in prison. He was in prison for doing little young lads. Like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, I didn't know that. Or when he was in Borstal, wherever it was, it was that, wasn't it? When he was in um, I got juvie, far. I haven't got that far into it yet. So when he was in juvie, he was having a go on the younger lads. Was he? Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. And then they fucking, you know, they all dosed him up, CIA drugs and all that, and mm -hmm. fucking MK Ultra. That's, that's, that's how he knew about the LSD. That's um, <laughs> how so he knew it would work. Manipulation. He, he had it done to him, yeah. yeah. All the little, weird little meetings he had, he had a handler from the CIA and all mm -hmm. sorts. And it's like, they don't tell you shit. They do not tell you any of that in anything. Nope. Any movie, any documentary, they hide that. And it's fucking insane. Um, so yeah nothing has an impact on us but it does in I guess the biggest impact is our knowledge of things like oh yeah if someone now asked me questions about Randy Stair I could I could not, I could list it off because it's ingrained in me now well I bring it up when someone asked me about the podcast I was like oh we do sugars oh what have we done I was like oh, we did the, I always bring up Randy Stair because I always found that one very very interesting yeah of all of them that was the one not the one I'm most proud of, but that was one where we really got some. We got some stuff that other people weren't saying. Yeah, and I think that was that was interesting. Like, um, there's a few others where we said a few things that other people weren't saying, but that was what that was the first time we ever did that when we almost had a scoop. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We we probably researched into that, but you know, we I mean, we had like you sent me that one the like, comment the other day of that. Of, uh, I can't remember who it was that sent it to you, but you know how that they the Columbine they didn't know anything about that. Like, reading about Columbine for the first time and stuff yeah. like that and they were like they were listening to our episode and they were just like yeah I've not heard any of that before. yeah it's from from um, Philip yeah he sent yeah. that over and uh, he was just like I didn't notice I did not notice but I think that well we had it on that episode Tian had to leave it did him he came into it going these were bullied kids that I can feel sorry for because like they snapped one day and then you go no no they weren't they were not they were fucking loved liked lads who were just cunts and that's that's the crux of it they did it because they were pieces of shit yeah not this narrative of like oh high school's horrible and they were bullied because they were weird and mm. no they, they weren't even weird one of them was a jock as in one of the sports teams like no this is not true yeah no one talked like, again it's not 
for whatever narrative the media want to spin, that is not something they like to talk about. It's again, it was again, it's not one of those things when we were researching. And I was like, you know, going through episodes, other podcasts, and reading notes and stuff like that. And it was especially the stuff from his mum. From one, I can't remember which one's mum, but one of them did, wrote a, she oh, wrote yeah, a book. Yeah, she, she, she did, like, she did TED Talks and that. Yeah, and you go, okay, yeah. Now you know you're hearing it from a horse's mouth. Yeah, but it, yeah, it was it was again it was like podcasts, other podcasts bringing that narrative of they were just pieces of shit. Like you need to dive deeper than the surface for the proper information here. Well, the answer is they were pieces of shit. They were absolute cunts, but also they weren't bullied into it. They came up with this on their own yeah. volition. And actually, we don't know why they did it. That's the biggest mystery. And in fact, if any if any media wanted to actually put something out there for parents or, or for other kids, it would be like actually anyone, really. The way this seems is anyone could do what these two fuckers did. Yeah. And that's the problem. And then the cult around them, all these that we spoke about the girl who killed herself because she wanted to be with them and all that. Mm -hmm. Like, that is there. Uh, there's a statistic on Columbine, which didn't make it into the show because I found it out afterwards, that actually every time someone talks about Columbine, puts a documentary out, a podcast, a book, it helps perpetrate the next school shooting. Because the mythos around Columbine... Did we get accused of that? We did get accused of it. And I looked it up and it's true. But you can't really accuse a podcast with, uh, you know, you can't accuse everyone from mentioning something that it's a very stupid thing to accuse. But the statistic is that, like, it is every time a kid who is feeling a certain way hears about it, it pushes them towards doing it, is how it is. But for that one, there's something so weird about Columbine that it's, um, cheered on by certain people when they hear it when they read the story and i think it's the part the bullied kid thing i think that's what does it yeah it's the fact they were young lads it's the fact that there's like the music or whatever they were into and all that comes up but then we 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 came up with that that it wasn't they didn't just listen to that they listened to this other shit as well there wasn't just the yeah they weren't obsessed with one artist no like they like they blamed it on manson he wasn't even their favorite fucking i can't yeah. remember who it was but he wasn't their yeah, favorite really, but yeah kmfdm were their favorite Oh, yeah. KMFDM never got mentioned, but Manson did. It's like, why? Mm -hmm. It's very, very weird. But um, yeah, so we'll get on to our last question. And then we got a few little things to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, so hi, guys. I got into your shows through a Those Conspiracy Guys post. Mm. Your episode on 15 Minute Cities really stood out, especially mm -hmm. since it's a hot topic that's not widely covered. Mm -hmm. With London's ULES and the rise of Blade Runners targeting these initiatives i'm curious do you think we will see more actions like this in future and that is from hannah so um, they're trying their luck they're trying to slowly inst install it in every city they are and then i love the fact that these people are going around cutting them down i mm. think it's fucking brilliant but they're angle grinder just turn up they're doing something like 30 in a night and it's Amazing. fucking fantastic i cheer them on yeah. uh that guy lawrence fox who used to be married to billy piper oh, yeah. the actor who got cancelled for speaking his mind he got arrested for sitting there going, I'll fucking donate money. If you want to go pick up a fucking angle grinder, let me know and I'll buy you one. They said that is an act of terrorism and they nicked him for it. Yeah, oh, yeah they questioned him over it and he's like, no, it isn't. Fuck off. And um, what's going on in with London and Sadiq? He's a piece of shit. I can't stand that guy. London, fucking useless. I love Good London. Lord. I'm from London, right? That city is different, Scott, than it used to be. And I don't know if you noticed it last time you were there. There's a different... There's a, there's a grimness to London that wasn't there 10 years ago, you know? I think 
Because that okay. Or is so it just a poverty? I was level, in I was in London or? basically twice in two months. Yeah, I went in December and then I was in January. Yeah. And because I think because I'm I'm in the West End sort of area, you, you don't, don't notice it as notice much. It, yeah. But I think if I if I if I went to the outer skirts of it with the, in the suburbs and stuff, I think he probably would. But in central central London, to me, hasn't changed since I've been going to London. Yeah, see, I know. I mean, but then I'm from there, so like when when I land in Victoria and I see ten geezers standing with their hands down their front of their pants, I'm not really looking for that to be honest. Sure. And I noticed that, that hanging around by the taxi rank. Standing there, I know they're holding weapons. I know that's why they're grouping around like that, and and they never used to be there yeah. doing that. Not in a place like that. Well, would you be? You know, well, because they're now. Because but then this that they're tough. That they but this is where all these stabbings and shit go on in play in London now. They actually happen in central London and not yeah, the outskirts. You know, yeah, right. happening in a JD Sports or something in fucking Tottenham Court Road, and you're like, what the fuck? Um, I notice it, and I notice London as it's not as good as it was mm. it's still probably the best city in the world but i'll say that but i don't think i've been to quite a few cities in the world i do lo- i, I do, think lo- I do love it's probably london. the best one you london, get everything there and do everything london there. and paris i well obviously tokyo is a uh, number one for me personally but i can't get there as easy as i can paris or london but like you go so you know like somewhere like new york because i've not been to new york but like what you see with new york or la which i've been to i've been to new but york. you can do everything you can in la apart from the weather you can basically do that in London, but it's better in London. Like it's cooler, and the food. The you see, you all see the shit online about British food. You cunts don't know what you're talking about. When someone posts a shitty fucking Greg's or something, that's not what we eat. That is, there's some bullshit. You you don't know what it. You you really don't know what you're on about. You you see like some weird dinner that some chav on a council estate has made himself, and you go, oh, that's what British people eat. No, it's not. Go to fucking London and eat the food there because you'll get some great fucking food there. Fucking great. From all over the world. But also the British food's good. A fucking proper British roast dinner. Shut the fuck up. Get to an Angus steakhouse. There's some fucking good grub there. Yeah, get a proper British roast dinner. Yeah, even a bit of pie and liquor. It's nice. It's not fucking shit. Decent fish and chips. Yes, beans on toast. It's nice. Fucking beans on toast is amazing. Unless your beans taste like someone's cummed in it. There There must be a problem with American beans. I don't get it. Beans on toast, a splash of Worcester sauce. Put a bit of marmite on them. A bit of marmite. Marmite, yeah. Or maybe a spring, but, sprinkle of cheese sometimes. But, oh, yeah. Put some yeah. cheese, a bit of butter the bread, butter the toast as well. Yeah. So you've got a bit, yeah. Nothing fucking, fucking wrong with it. You're wrong if you think there is. When you see someone who's made a fucking... Um, like I saw one the other day that people were posting. A woman, she was like making, I'm making Mexican food. And then she got like a wrap and she put four chicken nuggets in it and a bit of Nando sauce. And then went... Here you go, that's how you make a wrap. I was like, no, that's not how we eat, though. Like, please, no. Because she's doing it, and she's put it online, and thousands of people have seen it, that is not how the rest of us eat. In fact, if you did eat like that, that's probably the sort of thing you'd do when you're drunk and you come home pissed, yeah. and you go, what have I got? Nuggets and a wrap, and you do that. That's when you... <laughs> my mate my mate always used to... I don't know if he does it anymore, but he used to make a fucking, what you call, super noodle sandwich. You get the old fucking, you know, the old super noodles... And then he get butter up some bread and that be fucking have that for his uh, when he come home pissed on that. Well, I I'd often dip um, dip it in there. I dip a, a fucking bread in the soup noodle. Anyway, one of them. And everyone goes, "What's a soup noodle?" Basically, the shitty ramen you get in them. It's the same thing. 
You guys just have a packet that looks like it come from fucking Japan. We've got one that looks like it was made by a chap on a council estate. A logo design that only... Hot noodle and super noodles and that. It's all just cheapy fucking... Uh, add, water, uh, add hot water yeah. to this. A, a, a logo that's created by a kid who's drunk too much fucking Logan Paul Prime Energy. Basically, drink. That's yeah. what it is. That's what it looks like, but it's the same fucking thing. It's just fucking instant noodles. Yeah, basically. It's the same thing. So, like, yeah, so don't get up on your high horse. Fucking have some. But back to the ULES stuff and the Blade Runners, I fucking, I, I good luck to them. And I'll tell you what, we said it here about 15 minutes is, they put cameras up here, I would have no problem joining a little crew where you jump in the van and jump and knock them fucking things Yeah, off. fuck that. No problem. Fuck you. I'm I mean, if, if, if Furbrush started fucking gobbling off about maybe installing these things, me and him would be on it like a fucking hot Yeah, well, like, and we wouldn't be alone. That's the thing as well. A lot of people here would do that. We'd, we'd, but we'd, we'd, we'd be at the front of the fucking queue. Yeah. Like, well, Mrs. wouldn't be too happy about it, but... You just don't even need to tell them. We're just, yeah. we're just meeting up. Well, why are you meeting up at 10 o'clock on a Wednesday? Don't worry about it. And you just go and take a couple down. We're both jumping your in your car, your van. We fucking go and knock a bunch of them off. Yeah. And we fuck off. We don't tell it. You don't even need to tell people you've done it. No. You just go and do it. And other people would do it as well. Especially once it gets in the paper that people have done it, other people join in. Mm-hmm. I say no to surveillance, no to fucking climate bullshit, no to this fucking targeting what zone you can and can't go in. Yeah. Fuck off. London's biggest problem was we allowed that fucking congestion charge and they've taken a piss every single time. They've moved it, they've changed it, they've added more to it, they've upped the Brent rate of it, they moved it out to Greenwich, they moved it out to Bexley, they moved it out to the oldest out of London. It's basically on the border of Essex, you're getting fucking charged this shit. Fuck, Fuck off. Sake. You're taking a piss, you keep encroaching on people. Yeah, you, you the thing is yeah, you the, the the public get lenient and they allow you to do something and then you take the piss. Yeah. And all this stuff, all this conspiracy stuff, a lot of the conspiracy stuff, and back to the question about how it has impacted you, I think it's made me a little bit angrier about certain things. The real impact, there's sometimes I read stuff and I'm like, fuck off. But it also makes me thankful that I don't fucking live in these places. That too, yeah. And and it made me a little bit sad for me, like seeing some of the stuff that's going on to where you're from. town fucking slowly getting warm onto the fucking dregs through bad leadership. Yeah. Well, there was a, there was this fucking massive praise. Um, the fuck, I can't remember the fucking the, the prime minister, that prime minister, the, the mayor of London, Sadiq. Yeah. You know, he was the first Muslim, Muslim fucking mayor, and he he had all these fucking bright ideas, and he's just another fucking idiot who's let, like literally you got Rishi Sunak as well, another fucking, fucking idiot who's just thinking about himself and lining his own pockets over the well-beings of the people he's supposed to be in, and, 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 helping. And, and here's the thing for the Yanks who don't know, because I've seen the memes where it's like they they look like they're brothers or whatever, him and in, um, Sunak and uh, Sadiq. They're not, I think one's Indian and one's Pakistani. They're, they're not both Muslim. Are they both, they're both British-born though, aren't they? They are, but Sunak is... Um, Hindu or something. I don't, he's not a, a Muslim. Oh, Sadiq is a Muslim, yeah. right? They're not on the same party. The Yank, I don't think you real. A lot of the American listeners don't, or a lot of Americans don't realize yeah, they're, they're, they're actually similar. opposing parties. They just say the same shit. Yeah. They're both cunts. They're both World Economic Forum fucking suck boys. They both jump on fucking Uncle Klaus's knob. Like the idea, the idea, but then it's the same. Like, oh, if you vote Sunak out and Labour get him, well, Keir Starmer's another one of them. So you're not getting anything out of it. They're all the same. What you need is through voting is a revolution and it's a voting revolution and it is it it is a populist revolution you need someone who isn't one of them doing it like we've seen in argentina 
But then again, he's been to WEF meetings, the Argentinian. Isn't he, isn't he going to try and fucking, uh, he, he wants the Falklands back, eh? I think he's. Just, I think that's just him kicking off. But he's know. not going to get the Falklands back. We'll go to another fucking war. We ain't getting them back. And they'll lose that. They can, they're not strong enough for that. But but like a lot of what he said is, um, fuck off with your telling us what words we can and can't use. Fuck off with your talking gender identity in schools. Fuck off with this. Fuck off with that. He said he, he went Department of um, the first thing he said was he, he pulled this sign up and it's it said on it. Department of Equity and Inclusion. He went, rip, they're fired. We don't need them. He was like, Department on Climate Change. Fuck off. Like, and I, I, I sit there and go, yeah, I know why people are voting for him because yeah. you can sit there and go, yeah, but you know. He's just as pissed years, off as everybody else is. Oh, in a hundred years' time, it might be harder and there could be this, there could be that. Well, one, the evidence actually doesn't show that when you look into it because you can find hotter temperatures 200 years ago than you do now. So what's the. Yeah, what what was going on then? What, what, you, oh, they no. didn't have carbon emissions like we do now. Yeah. So what is it? Also, carbon life life can't grow without carbon. Yeah. So we Plants know need it. they need it, right? So so what are we talking about? What 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 are we on about? Oh, the climate change. Do you do understand that this used to be a lava rock, mm -hmm. right? Then it froze three times. Yeah. It's flooded about twenty times. Like, what makes you think that we have any impact on that? Yeah. If we have an impact on it, it's fucking minute. Yeah. And I, the, you know, and I understand there's going to be people listening to this and go, well, I think you're wrong. Please, please look into something outside of the mainstream narrative. Mm -hmm. And just see, and I'm not talking about listening to fucking Alex Jones random rave. Oh, God, no. There are scientists whose job are to check things like the ice caps. And they went, yeah, it's got smaller, but this one's got bigger because there's more than one ice cap. So when they go, oh, no, this one's got smaller, but the other one's grown. That does it means it shifted, and that pole shifted multiple times as well. Mm -hmm. So, our magnetic pull on the planet, the way the planet spins, the speed it spins, loads of shit has changed. It's, it's they, there's already been proven that literally the Earth is spinning slower than it was ten, even like ten years ago. Yeah, and it's like back only by like milliseconds. Yeah, we but... haven't we haven't caused that. No, that's just what happens. happens. It's just something that's happened. If that continues to slow. It could get really hairy in 200 years' time. Well, I actually watched a video the other day of what happens if the Earth just stops spinning. And literally, all of a sudden, you'd have winds that are going at 1,000 miles an hour. It's like, literally, if that didn't kill you, everything that comes after will. Yeah. If you leave it long enough, things just leave the atmosphere. Yeah. Telling them. But then, you know, Hong Kong come out today saying the ozone layer is fixed. Oh, really? This is new news. That's yeah. They, and they said, it, it, the, but the hole in the ozone layer, they've said, Oh, we've we found out that that hole is actually meant to be there, and if it wasn't there, the planet would boil. And it's like, huh, huh. That's awfully convenient, isn't oh, it? That's weird that. And then, but that came out like the the question we had about news that no one talks about. That's a, throw that in there. Yeah, I'd not even heard that. I, even I literally read about it about two days. Why is that ago. not in mainstream news? Because it defeats the object. Because they, they harped on about the ozone layer until the late nineties, and then they switched it to yeah. global warming. Al Gore was going off about it, wasn't he? When it didn't get too hot, they said global cooling, and now they just go climate change, as if the climate has ever not changed on this planet since we the billions of years it's been here has never changed until now. Fuck off. Like the things I'm noticing, like over the past like ten years, is the seasons are slowly shifting. So winter seems to be coming in later and later, and autumn's in again. Autumn yeah, no, like... it does feel like that. It feels like that, like, and I, but I know you're right. I know when I first moved here, I noticed it in, and I've never really thought about it. I think I noticed it in the first year I was here. I was still swimming late October, yeah. and I was like, it's actually quite mild. Like the weather's alright, 
and then it gets to the end of November and you go, oh, it's, now it's starting to get a bit rainy and colder. But even 10 years ago, December was really cold. Yeah. But not now. Now it's sort of, it's cold, but it's not. Yeah, but now I'm, like, was it yesterday at work? I was in literally just my shirt, my T-shirt, the whole day because it wasn't cold. Yeah, and then you get to, like, February and go, oh, it's fucking cold. Yes. Whereas that used to be when we it get, started to warm up. We're getting snow in March, April sometimes. Yeah. The seasons, are, the seasons are just shifting months now. It's not the same anymore. But then they'll use it and go, 40 years ago in um, April, it was this temperature, and now it's colder. And you're like, well, yeah, right, but so also... Go 40 years even further back and tell me what it was like then. Yeah, and it's always changing. It's always, it always moves around, and there's never really a... Yeah, seasons as well. Seasons have changed multiple times. Yeah. We know that from the fact that, like, you know, big part of Africa is a desert, and it used to be lost green land that rained a lot. Now it doesn't have any of that, because yeah. the seasons have moved from there. They're not there, and not, they don't hit it the way they used to. Yeah, exactly. That where the equator is, they reckon the equator's moved as well. Is it? Because of the tilt of the earth. Oh, yeah. So the, the tilt of the earth, ha the axis of the earth has changed, and that changes where the equator was. And it's like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense, because it's the equator isn't part, the equator isn't built into the planet. The equator is actually built into the tilt. Okay, well, that makes sense. Perfect, perfect sense to me. Um, but that is the end of the questions. But we do have something we have to talk about that is, is quite important. And um, it's about next year. It's about 2024. And it's about this podcast. And it's about the time we both have. And it's about what you can expect from us next year. Um, both myself and Scott have got some big things in the first quarter of the year. Mm -hmm. Some life changes. Some stuff that is going to impact our free time. Is going to impact our day-to-day -day lives. You're going to have to talk about it. You actually say what it is. I can talk about mine. I don't know about if you want to talk, talk about yours. Yeah, um, so for me, I have a, a movie I've written that has been picked up, going to be made. I have a lot of work that needs to go around that. A hell of a lot of work. And for the, for, especially for January, February, February, March, and April, I'm going to be maybe too busy to do this. And if I'm not, and if there's a way I can sneak something in, and and we will, that's that's always going to be the case. Mm -hmm. But this sort of monthly, definitely going to be dropping a podcast thing, that's not going to be the case from my end, yeah. at least. So for the Patreon people on here, that I'm, I'm going to pause it for from January. It's just going to put a pause on that. Because unless things change... And we go, oh, yeah, actually, we do have enough time to get one out a month. Mm -hmm. Unless that changes, uh, I'm going to pause it. So that, that's what's going on with me. And then with Scott, you've got some even better news, bigger news. Yeah. I will become a dad yes. here, here next year. So from, like, the end of March, I will have a little girl to take care of, and that's going to be that's going to take up quite a bit of my time. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's generally a case of if I'm going to be allowed to sneak off for an evening. Well, if you're, yeah, and it... But you know, for that first year, especially, it's a, it's a big, a big life change, a big thing, yeah. change. And yeah, it's going to be getting learning, learning to look after a, a small person. Yeah, and, 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 uh, and I'm, you know, all the congratulations. Well, we've already we spoke about this yeah, before, but yeah, on yeah. air, congratulations to you yeah. for that, Scott. Because yeah, you know, it's, it's it's a huge life change, and I'm really happy for you. And it's it's just one of those things that like 
Not that this podcast has run its course, because it hasn't, because we've said tonight there's loads of things oh, we still want to talk tons. about. There was a topic I actually wanted to get done before the end that of we the just, year, but we just didn't have time. We just didn't have it. time, yeah, which but, we probably will try and do. And you never know, we might get to January and go, oh, weekend free. And you go, so have I, and we can get something done. Yeah. Um, but we're not promising anything. I mean, that's the, that's the main thing with this. It's not a goodbye. It's not the end. It's just a uh, can't promise. Yeah, and, and you never know what will happen. And it could be that maybe we end up with a whole year of not much. No. Six months, time, and then boom, we're back on it. We yeah, don't know. At the same time, you might actually find an episode every month because we just happen to be... <clears throat> have the time to do it yeah and if you like my nonsense bullshit one-off episodes i do every now and then there's a good chance that one of them is going to show up for hell i've actually got my recording stuff now so i could do one exactly so there's a good chance that something like that could happen where scott's got something on his mind that he wants to fucking talk about for yeah. 40 minutes and he can uh, and i can so it's not that this podcast is going away it's just that it might be as le- it might be less frequent than <laughs> what you're used it's gonna to. be gonna be less frequent than the, what we've done over the last two years is which is we've We've set ourselves with one a month, and sometimes there's more. Yes. And and that's how it's been. It's always been based around my schedule more than Sam's because I just have a general, a lot more socially active thing going Stuff on. to do, Bands yes. And shows and stuff like that. It's but, always... Yeah, yeah. We're, between acting and, and music and this, it's a lot yeah. to do. And, and with me, this is my main thing that I do, like, outside of maybe going for a beer or something. Yeah. Um, this is this is my main thing that I do in in that regard for like creatively, but that has now changed. Well, yeah, you got your you got all your TikTok stuff going on. You've got the the script writing and everything. Yeah, movies and and it's and it's and it's and it's moving in a fucking faster faster direction than I thought it would. You know, yeah. and I, I always thought that like next year my book would be done. It's one of these weird things. I started the year writing a book, and now you're. And I've ended the book with a script. I've ended the year with a script that's been picked up by a producer to be filmed next year, and uh, I hope that you listeners want to support that, and and you will continue to follow, and and check in on us and see what's going on because I'd love I, part of doing this. It, 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 the the question to me is like, there's only so much creativity we can all put out into the world, mm-hmm. you know, and something's got to give. And with schedules, and with Scott's big life change, and with this movie coming out, that I need to, I've got, I've got a fucking um, interview um, or audition actors. Mm-hmm. You know, there's rewrites, there's uh, director's edits that need to be spoken about what he does and doesn't like in the script. There, there's sensitivity, like have we said something that could be pretty fucking insensitive that needs to be checked. There's all this stuff I've got to do. I've got a few months to get it done by. Yeah. And um, even building up to doing this episode, there's a few times where I've been double booked. But they're like, do you have some free time to uh, do X? And I can't because I'm, I'm podcasting or I'm editing a podcast. And not that it gets in the way. It's just that yeah, unless so, I've got unless a rejig. Someone, of- unless someone wants to volunteer to do sat- the editing for Sam. Because that's what that's takes up. His, that's what takes that, up his time. That, that that is the one. The one that takes up his time is the editing. Yeah, if if, he, if we could get someone to edit, <clears throat> and then if, it and, would be possible to keep going. But and if this podcast, if this podcast was profitable enough to hire someone, it'd be perfect to do it. Fifty quid an episode. But we don't. But we, we it's not profitable enough to do that. If it was, if we Hell, were, if you if if if, if the there's the twenty odd thousand that actually listen to this on a, on the regular one, to subscribe to the Patreon for two pound a month. We'd quit work. Yeah, we would quit work. And we'd and we hire someone this. and we could do this once a week. It yeah. wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. You know, but but currently <laughs> we're not gonna ask you to do that. We're not gonna ask you to do that. And currently it's just it's just not possible to continue at 
the level we are. I mean, we could do and for that. the time we put, we put even just tonight. We've done two episodes tonight. Yeah, we started at like what quarter past six. I got, half past I got, six. I got here at half past six. Half past six is now one oh. in the morning. <laughs> it, these these are long sessions to do. Yeah. Um. And and then they the you know your Sunday gets a little bit disrupted from well, it. I've well, got, I've got rehearsals at half past nine tomorrow morning. So. So yeah, so there's that. So you you end up with like, so you'll be you'll be after rehearsals and you'll be home with me and I need to care for. Oh no, I'm got I got I got to go to spazzies. <laughs> do, I'm doing my um, well, it's not spazzies. I'm not getting paid for it. My mates, uh, my mate who's a plumber, he bought a house same time as me and Amy did. So we basically set up like a uh, what do you call it, quip quo quo. He does my plumbing for free. I do his decorating for free. Yeah. So I got a couple of ceilings to do for him so he can get his kitchen on the go. Yeah. So like. I don't know. I don't want to say we're giving up and it's the end of anti-content. We're not. Would watch, we're not. The, watch this space. We're not. Yeah, I said, you might, you might get an episode in January. It depends if we can yeah. if we can fit, if Sam's got the time to to do it. Yeah, and it's, it's more about watch this space. It's his schedule um, more than mine now. No, it's both. Your, yours, is gonna, yours is about to get worse. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure I could. But in the best way, out. in the best way possible. <laughs> what the fuck is not better? Why would you want to come here and talk to me when you got a kid to look at? You know, you got a little well, daughter to play it, with. It, it depends if she's screaming in the house, now they're leave the house and go. That's true. So if that's the case, if the when the kid's playing up, we'll do an episode. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it like that. So why have you released six episodes in a month? Well, <laughs> Scott needed to break that many times. Um, but yeah, we're not going anywhere, but we're also not around as much from this point of view. But we're still on social media. We're still like. I'm available there. I'm, I'm there just yeah scott's there in a peripheral if you, send, if you send me a message i'll answer but well me i've been avoiding answering anything on instagram because i've I left a comment on a video that has blown up and, like, and and loads of people retweeting it well re putting in the stories commenting on it sending me messages what, your comment? a comment what did you say so there's a video where it was like these lady boys in thailand going back and forth like i'm a lady boy and all this stuff and a lot of them, are, a lot of people being political, and they're going, "Look at the difference between trans people there and here. They know they're a boy, but they're also a lady. They're not trying to force pronouns." And there are people giving it all that. And I just thought, "What's the funniest thing I can say?" Yeah. And the first thing I come out with was going to Thailand, Thailand, and not fucking a lady boy is like going to Turkey and not eating a kebab. And for some reason, that comment has resonated with everyone. So they're just fucking blown up. And it's blown up. And I've had people message me, and they're really funny. And I'm like, honestly, I'd... and like someone someone accused me of getting it from something else. And I went, they were like, you've seen the same video I have of the guy fucking it. I was like, I most certainly have not been watching transgender porn. Yeah. To see a guy fucking it who says that. He's like, no, but he says the same thing. He, like, he says turkey and a kebab. And I was like, literally the first country to come to mind. I could have said going to Japan, not eating sushi. Like, yeah. it's not, it would have been the same thing. I just, for some reason, I, I fought Turkey. And it could be because I know I'm going to be spending a bit of time in London next year and I cannot wait to get to my favourite kebab shop. Okay. Because yeah. he, he they, they, and they're actually Cypriot, but it's a kebab shop in New Alton called New Alton Grill. I've never had food as good as that anywhere in the world. Okay. They make they make the best kebab. They make the best chicken burger I've ever had. Okay. The chicken burger they do there. That sometimes you get famous people in there. That's how good it is. Oh wow! Because okay. you got Cholton Athletic, Cholton Athletic, yeah, football club. Mm -hmm. They have their training ground around the corner. Right. So all their footballers are in there all the time. Yeah, yeah. So when they started going in there, Gary Bushell, who used to write for the Sun, he's quite a famous geezer. Not absolute knob. He goes in there, and gets his food. There's a few others from that area that go in there and get their food. Mm -hmm. Jim Davidson, he'll go in there and get oh. their food. 
you know what I mean? So there's people around there Did that I go... Did I tell you the Jim Davidson story from wherever here? No. So me and my missus were playing a wedding at the OGH, right? And Jim Davidson was scheduled to be performing at Bob's Jaw that same evening. So because there was no fucking parking around there, right? I dropped the missus off outside the OGH with the with the guitar and the amp and the microphones and everything. I said, right, wait here. I'll go park the car at the Odeon and I'll, we'll take everything in. So while I was going to park the car at the Odeon, this bloke comes out from the OGH with a couple of other people and starts chatting to my missus. She's the busking amp and all this sort of stuff. Starts chatting to my missus. And she's not interested because she's nervous because the gigs that we're doing is for a workmate. So all of her, a lot of her workmates are going to be there. She's just nervous. She's not, she's brushing this guy. She's like, I just want this guy to fuck off. Got no interest in talking to him. So I'm coming down the hill and I'm going towards the OGH and I see Jim Davison getting into a, getting into a car. He's obviously going to do sound check and everything up the upper bosey, eh? And I said to Amy, it's, it's fucking Jim Davison. And she goes, Oh yeah, he was trying to chat to me, but I wasn't interested. I just went, "You fucking you what?" <laughs> I thought you were chatting to Jim Davison. She goes, like a really like, famous like, fucking stand-up comedian. I was like, I grew up watching Jim oh, Davison. Yeah, he used to be on that Paul show. What was that called? Big break. Big break. He was. He did that, and he did stand-up. Loads of stand-up. Sit the fucking panto, Cinderella boots All that. in the woods. Yeah, he did so much stuff, that bloke. And um, yeah, but he used to go in this kebab shop. His favorite kebab shop. And there's a few others. The woman who played. Um, she was in EastEnders, and a character was called something stupid. She had grey hair. Mo. Oh, Big Mo. She used to go in there. Well, you know, you know who was her brother, eh? No. Gary Oldman. Oh, really? Oh, Big Mo, like the old lady. Yeah, that Gary Oldman's her brother. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, she used to go in there. She, she was eating there, and a few other people from those sort of shows, they all lived in the area I'm from. Yeah. Around that area. And then, yeah, they used to go there. Like, And some of them would live like a 20-minute, 30-minute drive from there away and they'd phone up and come and get their food because it was that it was that well done and I'm, I'm not even making this up like literally as as kebabs go I've never ever had one as good as that I, I get kebab, so. I get disappointed when I buy a kebab from somewhere else and it's not as good as that and I I've had people say it to me and I've gone oh no you have this kebab and then they've gone back to me and they've gone oh yeah but that is it's quite exceptional like well, once they've had it they've gone yeah but that's not what I think. A kebab. When I think of a kebab, I don't think of what you've just added there. And but it's cheap. It's like a fiver. It's like they don't go, they don't go overboard with it. Like chicken burgers are fiver. Yeah. And their chicken burger, like, is very flat. Mm -hmm. It's been hammered down, beaten down. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's in a coating, and the coating itself will never tasted anything like that because mm. they make it. They make it all themselves. Yeah. Like the, the the meat they use for the chicken is better than what and and the kebabs and everything it's, it's just high quality high quality salad high quality the the chili sauce they have in there they make for themselves oh wow so it's freshly made all the stuff the baklava the puddings all that they make it they themselves. must own the building that they're they do, in. that's yeah. what they can charge for cheap they've been there for a long time and um up the road from there is a fish and chip shop mm -hmm. and it's the same family oh, best fish and chips I've had as well they're fucking blind in fish and chips. So like again, like the, those two air, those two bits, like they're really good food there, and, mm. and it's just good. And it's cheap. So me coming out on that stupid fucking thing with with kebab is literally because I was thinking about going home and having a kebab yeah. like, when I'm there. Well, last time I was there, I had like I had one every day. <laughs> so I've had it. With, well, not the last time when I was there in um when I was there in May, I literally had one. The first night I got there, 
I was hungry and I thought, fuck it, I'll order one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then the next day I was meeting um, Barry, my mate, and I thought, I'll eat before meeting, meeting him at half past one. They open at half eleven. So I was like, been there for really fuck it, I'll order one. And I ordered one, it turned up to my hotel room, <laughs> sat there in oh, the hotel. Nice. And then the, the next day was Saturday and I was hungover. I was like, I went out for lunch with my sister and had a Nando's. Mm -hmm. Still really hung over. It got it got to about eight o'clock at night, and I went. Oh, I was like, I'm just gonna get a kebab again. And then the next day, when I was flying back on the on the uh, Sunday, I had to fly back. I went in there on my way, up, because my flight was at like five o'clock, mm -hmm. so I had to leave the hotel at half eleven. Oh yeah, so I did that, and I was like, oh well, I've got fucking loads of time to spare. So I went in there and sat on their little table and had the had a kebab again. <laughs> And obviously they didn't realise that it was me who's been ordering this stuff in the last few days. I literally had one every fucking day. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you get big, them big long fucking chilies. You get those in there as well. Yeah, the yeah. big fucking long ones. You, you just eat them. That sounds great. Yeah, it's a really good fucking place. Um, if we're ever there at the same time, mm. I'd love to let you have some. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's it for this one. We're, we're done. And it might be a while or it might not be. You yeah. just don't know. So don't, don't give up. Don't be sad. I, don't, I, not, I already know. Don't unfollow. <laughs> Don't unfollow. Don't be sad. I already know I'm going to get a few emails from people going, "What? You giving up?" And it's it's not like I'm not that. Giving up. It's not like that. It's just things are changing, and you never know what will happen. Like we might come back with, we might be changed. We life might, takes we, life takes priorities, and unfortunately, some things have got to just take a little step back. We're not giving up nothing. It's just just a teeny little break. It's a refresh. Yeah. And it's and it's it's a pause. We've got like we've already got we've literally been discussing it for weeks of like stuff that we want to cover. You know, I've got I've got one I really, really want to do. Yeah, there's a few that are out there that we really like. There's a few just come up tonight. That, that fucking uh, seventy kids or whatever it was, yeah. the, that sounds good. The Japanese that sounds good. She killed so many kids, that sounds brilliant. Sounds perfect. Um yeah, all that stuff's there. Like there's loads of stuff for us to do. Like and actually literally a couple of weeks ago, I was sitting there thinking Let's just plan out the whole year so we know yeah. January, February. I think you literally said it in like that, that. On that thing, literally a couple of day. days ago, yeah. Yeah. But things have moved forward for Since. both of both of us in that way. Well, you always knew what. Yeah, what I, time, I, I, told, yeah. I told you a little while ago. Yeah, but but yeah, things have moved in a certain direction, and um, for for both of us, it wasn't just moving for one of us in a certain direction. Things have moved there for both of us, and, and uh, we've just got some shit to do. So we're going to do that shit, and then we're going to reconvene. Yeah. But thanks for listening to this one. We'll see you in the next life. Wake me up for meals. Yeah. Cheers, guys.